developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Get the bird! They say the meek will inherit the earth. We say the nerds are already in control. Welcome to the Frackin' Nerds, episode number 88. I'm your host, Doc Martin. Joining me today is... Swade. Matlock. Matlock. <laughs> Nobody gets Simpsons references anymore. Am I the only one? <laughs> I thought it was Matlock. Uh, it's both. It's both. <laughs> yeah, Matlock. That, yeah. Is that what they were doing to Daryl Strawberry? Uh, Daryl, yeah, that too. <laughs> anyway, this is L Rock. Since I didn't chime in, L- what's that? All right, all right. Are we having difficulties? Apparently, we're off to a good start. <laughs> we already broke some glass, and we found a, ca- a paper cached pair of testicles. So I don't know what's going that's, on. That's anymore. just an atypical day at this house. So apparently, so shouldn't be never be surprised what you find in this place. Welcome to the loony bin. All right, guys, on today's oh, look, show, the Holy Grail. Uh, Marvel has some big plans for the distant distant future. Yeah. Our you thoughts on Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. I just want to make sure we've all seen it right. Okay. C. As they all shake their heads for a podcast. Thank you, guys. C. <laughs> I said, hey. I, I said know. Yes. I know you speak in a different you language. Shut up. Young Matthew's calling in from New Orleans at WrestleMania 30. Damn, yeah. And we talk with Jason Anarchy about his game, Drinking Quest. Sets I up know our. Be interested in that. What's that? I said I know some people who will be interested in that. <laughs> our Twitter question of the week: Which Marvel character do you want to see in a standalone movie? All you got to do is tweet us oh, at Fracking Nerds. You guys have any like ideas that has or hasn't been teased? Uh, has not. Well, I mean, yeah, you could say have been I, teased, but nothing has been except nothing has been fully, fully concerned. I'm tempted to say concerned. Ghost Rider, but it needs to be good. So a re- we haven't gotten that yet. So a relaunch ghost uh, Ghost Rider. Um, well, no Nick Cage. I mean, that's definitely. <laughs> Pardon me, I just shot a <laughs> shot a dirty eye at Martin there. Um, I don't know if it's Ghost Rider, but I think a, a good Ghost Rider movie would actually be very very interesting in a drag me to hell kind of way. I think it'd be very very cool. What if he has like a uh, like they do like the new marvel now or he has the the car or whatever oh, i didn't even know about that yeah it's some like uh uh hispanic teen in la who's he's got a car man and now he's got the they got the devil inside of him man. that sounds awful i, <laughs> I want no yeah, part have of you that. seen the artwork for this <laughs> johnny blazer bus what's that have you seen the artwork for this character i have it and it's hot rod yes have you yes i okay. have yeah. and it has to the question is marvel characters because I can think of some DC ones, too. Like, Green Lantern definitely deserves a good movie. Well, that's it. I mean, we can't really talk about DC until they get some people out yeah. there. They seem to be so hesitant on making movies. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was having that exact same discussion with some friends on Friday. You know, the whole who's better in TV, who's better in movies. And I'm like, you know, DC would be so great in movies if they had the balls to pull something off, and they don't. Like, they're like, we have these two guys. We'll put them in their own movies for the rest of our disband. And 
unlike Marvel, they have all their characters under one roof, and they don't utilize it. That's the greatest irony. It's just all under Warner Brothers. Oh, I know. It's not like Marvel, who has like you know Fox and Sony and well, it's because uh, well, it's because Marvel sold every. I mean, Neymar is owned by some, I think, Palestinian or something like that. I don't know. I don't have it right, uh, but it's 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 Neymar is actually somebody owns the rights to that for the film, but they've never made a Neymar movie. That's strange. I would have thought he'd been part of Fox because he has history with both the X Men and the Fantastic. Well, then why Four. wouldn't they have like brought him in or something like that? Got me. I, I don't know. I could care less, though. I can't stand anymore, so it doesn't bother me one way or another. Well, somebody was talking about that in regards to that character. Could you do a standalone with him? Because he's kind of, I mean, I, I he's, could say an anti-hero, but really he's an asshole. He's definitely not. Like, he definitely fights for the side of good, but he's so arrogant and such a fucking prude that why would anybody get behind him? Would you Would you just kind of... Like, Aquaman at least has some nobility to him. Would you kind of set him up in, like, an Avengers where he's a good guy helping him and then finally somebody blows up something of his kingdom like Tony and, Stark and then he's like no <laughs> screw you guys I'm going home <laughs> how dare know. you throw underwater <laughs> that canvas an antique I don't care that's my land well, let's no, start off the show anyway. tobacco might eventually cure cancer and not cause it I want to hear more researchers have came up uh, researchers in Latrobe University in Australia are working on a new thing where tobacco plant named Nicotania alata, which uh, a lot of nicotine. what's that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, the it, best. it is a flowering tobacco plant, but it's not the same species uh, that's used to make cigarettes. Uh, they've determined that it has cancer-beating properties. Uh, recent tests have shown that the NAD1, a protein found in its pink-white flowers, can not only fight off plant fungi, or fungi, but also kill cancer cells. The one great thing about this is it attacks the bad cancer cells and leaves the healthy cells alone. Hmm. Which is the problem with current drugs right now. Some just indiscriminately... What, the fact that they kill you? Can you tell me more about what's wrong with the fact that drugs kill you? I'm well, yeah, drugs you. kill you, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm that they, they indiscriminately destroy cells. Y- yes, you get rid of the cancer cells, but you're getting rid of the healthy cells, too, which would help to mm. recover quickly and, and, and get better. Sure. I look at it this way. Is it going to be as addictive as nicotine and tobacco currently are? If not, it's not going to catch You fire. don't smoke it. <laughs> it's a drug. You can still take drugs that are addictive. Oxycontin, you don't smoke that. Well, it's no. As I, hell, so. I think it'd be very addictive if it stopped cancer because people are like, I really got to keep taking this stuff. Yeah, but it could so. taste awful. People are like, oh, this tastes like Pepto-Bismol. Hey, I, 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 I don't, you don't like Pepto-Bismol? Not particularly. I like no. Pepto-Bismol taste. I mean, I'm not like chugging it every night going, this is some stuff. Speak it for tastes, yourself. It tastes like wintergreen so gum what, you to do me, like, which I'm not oh, you chug it? Yes. Oh, okay. He chugs the pink, <laughs> apparently. It's, I use it as a chaser. Yes. <laughs> For my Robitussin. Well, that's a, you know, it's not a bad Jeez. idea. It's not a bad idea. He, he's going to wake use up. Use it as a chaser, <laughs> so when you start to get sick, you're like, I'm already beating myself. I'm he's going to wake up with sinuses as clean as his bowels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The uh, the only issue right now is uh, it is just going into uh, the current study, which could take up to 10 years before it's actually released into labs and hospitals. It's a long time. 10 years is a long-ass time. Yeah, well, that's the unfortunate thing is it has to go through the, is there any ill effects in regards to doing this? They can't just go, look, it's doing something right, and then putting it out on the market, and then it gives everyone the black plague. Funny, that makes me wonder how tobacco even got off the ground in the first place if people didn't test it. Well, they, they don't need to test oh, it. Oh, yeah, because well, it makes money. Duh. <laughs> well, remember when when it first came about, like, they used to say it was good for you. 
Tobacco? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, in the 60s, like, everybody did it. People did it, and they work. You couldn't get away with that now. Shit's crazy. Oh, yeah, smoking and everything else. Yeah. Yes. You ever watch Mad Men? Oh, yeah. Shit's off the chain with that. <laughs> I made a pun. Well, they they didn't really care. Or, That's or what they, I'm saying. They, well, again, like, th- back in the day, they thought it was good for you. Yes. My your mother was prescribed ten cigarettes a day. Well, I mean, but also they had small forms of cocaine and Coca-Cola to help with migraines and headaches. So all the good old days. <laughs> you know, we don't live in those anymore. All right, Amazon's Dash. I don't know if you guys saw about this. I know the big news was the uh, Amazon uh, television set-top uh, thing. What was that called? Anybody remember what it was called? I don't have it in front of me. No. Anyway. All right. Amazon Dash is going to let you refill your pantry using your voice and LEDs to scan barcodes. So it's another thing you have to carry around and lose. What it is is, uh, have you guys heard about the Amazon's uh, Fresh, where they you can order food and it'll bring you that your food that same day? Via drones? No, not drones yet. No, <laughs> no. no, like a carrier would come and bring your, your package of food. Which I don't know how how expi- how more expensive is it going to be like for immediate delivery? Now, oh, I can Jesus. Under- I can understand maybe something like if you lived in like New York or currently right now it's in New York, California, San Francisco, uh, where those places where if you live in the city, a grocery store may be a good distance away, um, and you're already used to paying overpriced things. But like us living out here in like the state of Kentucky, you know, you're a mile or two away from probably from a grocery store. It's you know it's the cost of somebody del- delivering it to you, if you're capable of going to the grocery store, is probably not worth it. Yeah, but this is like this is nothing new, really. I mean, for Amazon, it is yes. Yes. But like, deliver like online delivery is nothing really new. I mean, isn't that really all it is? Well, well yeah, that's what it is. What I'm saying it's like that's no. But there, but where they would do your shopping, I, I know. No, well, I used to work for a grocery store. I used to work for Vons back in Southern California, and they had something similar that like that was in. So what, you can call in your order and then call in your order you? or order online and then they will deliver it to okay. you. Okay, I know the one. I don't know how long. I don't know if they ended up keeping it because I don't know how. I mean, keep in mind right. this was so many years ago. I mean, this was kind of before the real big technology boom, I guess. So maybe it didn't. It didn't pan out and they stopped doing it. But I mean, this is nothing really new. I know the one up the street. You can order and pick it up, right? Which I guess would help. You know. If you're just like, I need to come and get this stuff and have it ready. I don't know. Right. But the current thing with the with the Amazon Dash is it has a little microphone, so you could say, you know, need more apples or milk or, or scan the product after you've cooked so that it goes into your list of things to order. Would you get something like this? No, I think it's too gimmicky. I mean, I think it's neat a premise. I think, you know, I, th- I imagine that we're all going to go to online delivery anyway for our... You know, what, what would you call our, our consumables or our... Well, then at some point, couldn't grocery stores become completely automated? Well, like if you see those, some of those high-tech uh, refrigerators have a basic, like a touchscreen interface, and you can basically order, like I think it's more of a, a grocery list, but imagine if they had the Wi-Fi capabilities to to maybe link to something like an Amazon Dash so you can order just from your refrigerator, you know, the, the door of your refrigerator. Yes, I guess I'm saying is that something that you know, I don't I don't need to necessarily speak. Yeah, they do have. I need uh, more apples. You know, that's just, to me that's just a gimmick. Unless you're like you're, you're like I need more edamame because I don't know how to spell it. You know, so you know, <laughs> other, other than that, yeah. 
So I, I get the voice to text thing. I, I or wouldn't it be kind of cool if like you could uh, you're looking up a recipe and you set up the order to then then the food gets delivered to you for to cook and everything else. Right. Well, I mean, they have something like like similar to like a loot crate. I think we talked about this before. I think it's called the Blue Apron. Okay. And it's basically the same thing. Like if I want this recipe, they'll send see. you all the um, they send you all the ingredients for a specialized. Recipe. I mean, of course, there. It's a recipe of their choosing. I understand what you're saying. Like this is a, like you're looking to create your own recipe that you find online. Right. You can kind of click these uh, these options, and then it'll send you those ingredients. Ooh, so I mean, a Blue Apron right here. Is it? Blue, I th- it, I think it's Blue Apron. It better about be Blue Waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here it is. Yeah, so, so fresh ingredients, original recipes. So they would well, they send you like a box with an interesting recipe to make right. Food. Oh, that's right. cool. And I think, but I think it kind of is in that same premise as you don't know. Maybe you don't know what you're getting. Okay, but it has everything you know sent is, to you. Is this once a day you get it, or uh, I, it I looks like it's ten dollars like per that. person per meal. Which you know, that's not too bad for. Uh, there's, there's a again. This, this is, this is the way we're going. I just found uh, there's a, a thing that I just signed up for, for a trial. I think it's called Graze, and it's basically a, a lot of natural like nuts and and fruit, okay. like dried fruits and everything. S- something very similar where you kind of pick out what you like, and then it'll send you a box at maybe once a month or twice a month, depending on how how often you want it. And you know, it's just dealer's choice really, depending right. on what you pick. But you don't know what you're getting unless you know you you say specifically you want that item. Right. But for the most part, they just kind of randomize it. Well, I'm saying that's kind of just where, where everything is going. Back to the topic at hand, yes. though. Uh, <laughs> I can see the benefit of it. Uh, the I guess now when I'm when I'm talking about it, I can see the benefit of actually, you know speaking my order mm-hmm. because it could be you know you can multi- be multitasking say you're you're cooking and you need to order ingredients you can right. say it aloud maybe that'd work yes i think that would be good yeah right i don't know i i think it's i know it feels like it's more of a gimmick but but if if the but like i'm the I, price is not too much difference from Going out and shopping and or having it delivered to you like a few dollars more, right. I can see that as a benefit, right. uh, especially if you could order like your stuff for the next two weeks or the month or something like that. Right. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then have it all come in. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I would utilize it. I'd now, if like knows. if the if the price was right, uh, I I I could see myself getting behind it. I in that sense, uh, like the I like I like the actual premise of it. Like when I'm saying gimmick, I'm talking about the the speak 
you know, in the LED scanning thing. Yes, I, I don't care so much for that, but I, I but I understand its importance. I could see myself using this down the road because gas is almost four dollars a gallon right now. Oh, I know. So depending on what it costs, whatever their delivery fees are, right? Or maybe so maybe it's like say you spend a hundred dollars at the store and then your delivery is free. You oh, know, okay. that's a hundred dollars that you'd be spending anyway. So right. then I have then that. That's a benefit to use this versus if it's like a twenty dollar fee or whatever. I don't know. So I, could I, we be getting very close to like what if, if I have Amazon Prime? If I have Amazon well, Prime right. and then that uh, and that uh, you know that waves the, fees, oh, well, yeah. the delivery fees, then yeah, I, I'd be all about it. Could we be getting very close to where uh, instead of Kroger locally here, Meyer, uh, Walmart? We start seeing Amazon warehouses that are grocery store, right? Where you can walk in or have it delivered to you, right? Once again, it easily- but like if you think of it, they'd just be pulling their stuff from Walmart and Kroger everywhere else. I mean, like where, not, where- not if they just start becoming their own grocery store. I mean, are they growing the, their own crops and stuff? Well, no, they're, so they're just going to be pulling their resources from the same place as Walmart, well, Kroger, yes, and Myers. Yeah, so you're right. <laughs> I don't think they. I know Amazon's kind of thrifty. They may right. on the on the top of their buildings. They start the little growth sections. Who knows? They have a green roof. Yes, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Right. I don't know. Uh, well, speaking of when you're talking about Blue Apron, uh, I know uh, you weren't here two weeks ago when uh, the Loot Crate Nerd Block all came in. Um, and what was your feeling on? Like, I know you have Loot. Crate. I, I have Loot Crate. My feeling of that of that Loot Crate, the March Crate, the the Titan themed one. I was a little disappointed. In the fact that uh, I felt it was very Titan themed, I mean, it was—I mean, it told me what it, what I was getting. But right. I mean, like very Titanfall themed, uh, and that's just—I don't know. To me, that's just insist. Like that's just them assuming that I'm all about Titanfall, and I had never even really read up on it or played it or touched you know anything to do with Titanfall until until way after I got that that crate. So I kind of was upset. That it was so focused on Titanfall, like the T-shirt was Titanfall, the lanyard was Titanfall. I do believe the the little wristband was Titan. It's Attack on Titan. Attack of Titan. Yeah. And then the book, and then it was like a, I don't know, I don't know. And then like the the there was the the um strategy guide for Titanfall, which I thought was a nice little add-on. Which would have been if good if I Titanfall. was to play Titanfall. Yeah. But like that's again, that's just assuming if that I have an if, Xbox One. And yeah. I'm if you're play. a Sony fan, right. You're not playing Titanfall. That's what I'm saying. Is it was very assuming that I'm I'm a Titanfall fan. Which I, you know, what I would have liked them to do is give us your theme and then allow me to choose if I want to get the box for this month or not. Well, I mean, I guess you could if you go box to box. But if you're ordering, I do a three box sco- to box, but you have to then. Call to cancel. You can't just cancel. Ah, uh, they it. don't make. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, uh, I got mine as a gift for. Seems like a hassle. Yes. I, just call it a cancel just because you want to. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, like, just could it be like how you follow and unfollow someone on Twitter? You know, just a, I want this month. Yeah. I don't want this month. I want this month. You know, because I agree. Like, uh, I feel like I got a three month subscription, and it wasn't really. I think. The first one I got was the Nat or the space themed one. Okay, yeah, and that one was okay. But then the the following two, I wasn't too crazy about. I mean, I I liked the uh, um, Bravest Warriors stuff a little bit, but it seemed again, even if you're if you're not a fan of Bravest Warriors, you probably felt like you were getting uh, you know, gypped. Yes, exactly. Because like a lot of that stuff was very Bravest Warriors themed, and that's what and we were talking about this uh off air that loot crate started going into defense mode 
about this most recent one because I and again this is all assumption I'm only reading it from their tweets they were saying that they go and purchase their own uh, items you know they they don't work directly with anyone they didn't work directly with EA to to create this Titan this Titan themed loot crate right this was it was independent of everyone else they did this on their own. So it made me like I know, but then like when you think about it, that bravest war, that uh, the warrior themed uh, loot crate was a heavily bravest warrior focused. Yes. So and then Titan, the Titan themed one was very Titanfall focused. So now this next one is uh, the April box is. I want to say game. I want to say Game it's of Thrones. It's game dragons. Thrones. It's dragons. Is that what it's, it's called? Game of Thrones and. Uh, what was the other one? Hold on, I'll bring it up. But it was, dra- it was like I think it was, it was themed around. I think the theme is called dragons. I I could be wrong, but it's very. Uh, it looks like oh, it would it's. Be very- uh, uh, I think it's based around EverQuest because EverQuest is coming out the right. uh, the online, and then uh, Game of Thrones. Which I was kind of like, I was about to cancel, and I was like, "Damn you, Loot Crate! You pulled me right, back." That's in. what I, I was. I was the same way. <laughs> I, like when I saw uh, it. And then, but see, the, dragons the, is the theme. Yeah. Here's me being a hypocrite, though, is because I am a fan of Game of Thrones, so I'd be okay with getting a Game of Thrones themed box. But see, but then I'd rather like, if if the theme was like Adventure Time, I would be down for that, or you know, Batman. Well, I like I like, the, like I like Bravest Warriors too, <laughs> but I can see for a person who's not a fan of just this one thing, right. It's got to be kind of. It's got to be kind of. Now I have to admit, when I first got the last loot crate thing, uh, I was not a fan on uh, Attack on Titan. I don't have Titanfall. I don't have an Xbox One. By the way, Titanfall, I did play it. It is fun, and it's fun. Okay, but I'm still not like. I use the shirt like around the house. It's not. I don't know. It's a cool shirt though. It's it's okay for me. Like I don't know. Like I'm weird about certain things. I'm not gonna like. I hate like. Not saying that that's what it is, but right. like I feel like I'm a brand whore if I okay. wear stuff like that. And like, <laughs> it's not as bad as like just Call of Duty written or whatever. At least right. it's kind of cool looking. Uh, I don't know. And then I I didn't uh, like uh, I wasn't uh, didn't watch Attack on Titan. I'm not a right. huge anime. I didn't fan. know. I didn't even know it was a show. I, I read the book. I was like, well, I'm interested, and got through the book, and I was like, well, let me check out the series on Netflix. And I was it's on Netflix. I was yeah, I was drawn okay. in. I, I enjoyed it. It's, well, that would that'll probably pique my interest more to finish the book then, or to read the book because I kind of flipped through it. The uh, book pretty much follows the first uh, four or five episodes. How long is this? How, how long I think it's se- only one season. Is, is it like a relatively new show? Or is yeah, it- I think it was came out a few years ago. And and that's the thing with uh, Japanese anime; they'll do twenty six episodes and they're done. Right? They're not making any more. It's like the British. The British is like, we'll do three series seasons and then we're done. Right. Ten episodes. That's all you get. Yep. So yeah. I miss the IT crowd. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I was about to cancel Loot Crate. I'm gonna give it on a, a nerd block. They just brought the when I talked about they just brought the kid thing, which is uh, thirteen bucks, same price as a, like a Loot Crate or whatever. Uh, but no T-shirt, but it's packed with. Uh, it's about the same size. There's the box there. It's the same size as the original nerd block. It's about the size, same size as the Loot Crate. Uh, yes, uh, depending on what the Loot Crate right, right. And it had and with we got the girl things, and so it had like uh, My Little Pony stuff. Hello Kitty. It was. It was perfect for like a like a seven year old right. girl. I think the boys stuff had like World of Warcraft figures, Star Wars. Uh, I mean, they really knew 
I mean, that's, I think that's really like smart that. of them to yeah. do something like that, too. And you know what? And I would like Nerd Block to give me a... I would prefer a you know a non t shirt one because maybe well, that's a t shirt. But see, every that's the thing month. too is like the uh, I guess I didn't think of this until you brought that up. I feel like the at least may, it could just be coincidence because I I mean I'm I've only had three months subscription to Loot Crate, but the, the last two months had t shirts in it, and I feel like I'm, I wonder if it's them trying. They feel that that's what they have to do to compete with Nerdblock, right? So they're going to think, oh, we got to put a t shirt in everyone, and I agree. Like I I don't need I didn't again I didn't need the Titanfall t shirt. But I'm sure that somebody who's a fan of uh, Titanfall really appreciates it. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. Right. If you were a Titanfall fan, yeah. And then, like I said, it's not a bad shirt. It's not right. overly gaudy with Titanfall written over or Microsoft or re- you know, Respawn or whatever. Right. I don't know. It, it's not a bad shirt. Uh, the the thing is, is I think Loot Crate and Nerd Block could probably get beat by a company that combines both of what they do and are in the United States. Because that's the problem I don't like about Nerd Block. They're in Canada. I'm already getting charged ten extra dollars for shipping, where it should be only five or six bucks, and I've got to wait in probably a week to week and a half because it's coming from Canada. It's got to go through. Uh, but right well, now, Nerblock, to, to be even fair, though I'm paying more, I like what they offer. To be fair, though, too, these are these both these companies are still within the year of their inception, that's true, right? That's true, so yeah. maybe they you know they still have time. It's growing they're, pains, they're growing. There, right? Yeah. So I don't, maybe I they're don't fracking know. nerds fans, and they'll they'll hear this and then <laughs> change their ways. But the thing <laughs> is, is uh, if if you're wanting to find out on, on the website uh, frackingnerds.com, I did my review of both Loot Crate from last month and the Nerd Block and Nerd Block Junior for girls. Um, and if you're interested, just click on the link uh, for the Nerd Block or Loot Crate and sign up, and uh, you help us out, which is always great. Damn yeah! Yes, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. All right, guys, when we come back. And usually this is when music comes yeah. in right here. <laughs> We're coming back. Doesn't work for me. All right. Well, we come back. Marvel Studios says there's more movies to come. And wait till you hear how many years they are planning. All this and more when we return on The Frackin' Nerds. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a big fan of the show. I bet you wondered, hey, what do those nerds think about the nerdiest things that are going on during the week? Well, then visit our website, FrackinNerds.com. FrackinNerds.com is a daily website featuring cool video, geek stuff to buy, and weekly TV and movie reviews. You can also follow us on Twitter at FrackinNerds or Facebook.com slash FrackinNerds to get the daily updates and when our podcast goes live. So remember, that website again is FrackinNerds.com. Gandalf style. Gandalf style. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness find them. Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. I'm not a conjurer of cheap tricks. I got a long gray beard. Keep it secret, keep it safe. I got a long gray beard. Keep it secret, keep it safe. I got a long gray beard. Keep it secret, keep it safe. I got a long gray beard. Got a long gray beard. It's a cake Save the habits. Shut up, ass, but you can dance. Hey. Yeah, you can dance. Hey. 
Wizard Gandalf style. Gandalf style. All right, welcome back to the Fracking Nerds. The big thing coming out this week are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer came out last week, correct? Yep. And uh, Tuesdays ago. And after the trailer, they're already making changes to the film. Is this a good thing or bad thing? We could be soon hearing, Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. This is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you guys are just I know nobody it. can see it, but I'm just shaking my head <laughs> just because of how awful that was. So I wonder if the turtles will be playing nutball in this. I know. <laughs> but, um, now, real quick. Beat the shit out th- of Santa Claus. <laughs> do you think that, like, uh, the reason we saw this last week was because they they aired it uh, during a Will Arnett interview on the Today Show? Was that supposed... Because I thought the, rele- the, the, the reveal was supposed to be during uh, Captain America. Like the in the previews of Captain America, did they run it during the Captain America? It, they did, at least okay. the one I saw. Not the no, one no, I saw. I no. saw one trailer for Cap, and that was Maleficent. Nothing else. Okay. So did we you watch? I, did you do the three D version, no. the IMAX version, or no. whatever? Okay. The movie didn't need three D. I didn't. I'm, I didn't see it. But I'm okay. saying the when no, I watched them helicarriers, yo, that uh, has to be in three D. <laughs> but I'm just saying that the uh, movie is perfect. Okay. Well, 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 I'll get to Cap in a minute. We'll talk about turtles, but there was a turtles trailer for it. Yes. In other words, go Green Machine. What's that? Old Ninja Turtles quote. Oh, okay. That's the go, go Green Machine. That <laughs> was from like the this. 80s cartoon. Johnny Knoxville is going to be doing the voice of Leonardo and uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub. Is that a Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Thank Monk. you. Who is in Monk and Wings. That's how I know him as Wings. So uh, he'll be doing With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Doing Splinter. Uh, the original guy who played Splinter was Danny Woodburn. He was the little size proportion. Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah, he was. He Mickey, uh, Mickey's awesome. He was also in Watchmen. He was one of those uh, those dudes in prison. An extra. Oh yes. Well, yeah. he was like he was like that guy who was just like, man, I'm gonna have Rorschach fucked up and blah blah yeah. blah. And of course, he's the one that got murdered in a bathroom. So you know. Yeah, I. That's what I'm wondering. Like with his CG, because he's he's a little tiny and guy. Yes, like, all of these like? are still better choices than Megan Fox. Well, I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, my thoughts uh, always go into one thought on the trailer. No matter how many things I liked or disliked about what I saw, I still will not hate anything as much as her being cast as April. Like, nothing eclipses that for me. I don't even care that Shredder's a white guy when Megan Fox is playing April O'Neil. Explain to me how they're going to do with the trailer. How is General Shredder or Schroeder or whatever the it's hell not, they call It's not Shredder anymore. They eliminated that. <laughs> how? Why does he get this... This samurai outfit on. It doesn't make sense, this white guy getting this metallic 
Have you not seen Ronin 47? No, I haven't. <laughs> you, should should probably I? Th- you should probably thank yourself Whoa. for that. <laughs> I know swordplay. <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> Samurais don't know kung fu. <laughs> yeah. I say hit me. I say hit me. <laughs> now come on, stop trying to hit me and hit me. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, about turtles. As I understand it, uh, the story is supposed to be something along the lines of... Sh- Shredder, I don't know what his real name is going to be in this movie, used to work alongside April's father on what we now know as Mutagen. Right. To create heroes. So, like, I don't super know, soldiers. I don't know where he got corrupted, but I guess we'll find that out if we, if we bother so to watch the movie. So you think he injects himself, and then for some reason I, I have to put on the armor. I do. I don't know. Why. I have no. Why did he turn into bad Arnold Schwarzenegger all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> all I know is I didn't outright hate the trailer, but there was nothing about it that got me hyped up. Like I was just like I felt like I was watching a Michael Bay trailer. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know, like for myself. I, yeah. I the only thing I guess I'm trying to think of like how to, like because I I'm kind of in the middle. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I guess my my. The, the 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 design for the turtles, I guess, from what I could see, were okay. I didn't like how tall they were. No, they're I think big. that I think that was my biggest complaint. They're not, was like, as, they're they're not as big as people think they are, though. Which we were just like, they're like eight feet tall. I'm like, Michelangelo was standing on something on that roof. You realize that, right? Was he? I thought yeah. Leo was standing on the roof and they he jumped were. down behind. They both her. were. Yeah. They were standing on like these just platforms that were on the roof. They weren't actually that tall. They're probably about six feet tall. Which Why would still she fall for the turtles? Faint when he took his. I mask off uh, because Michael Bay because it's humor. He can't tell stories. Come on, yeah, I was like, like I took this little strip of material off my eyes. Oh my God, you are this still this creature. I think that was the that, idea. Well, that it's was like, the no idea matter. of the. Are you mask. serious? Do you really not get it? <laughs> mask I was no like, mask. <laughs> this dude is huge, hulking and green, and I could die. So I'm gonna pass. We're, gonna, we're gonna have to explain how humor works here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just. I, like, I, I don't I, get I don't. it. I don't get it. Yeah, nothing made me hype. Not even like, oh look, a skyscraper's falling. I just don't care. He, he looked, I don't. He looked care. like the guy from the Goonies. Like, uh, what was his what, name? Sloth. Sloth. Yeah. Slav love. Why do you love chunk? <laughs> well, I wonder if that's. I okay. wonder if this will be something similar to like, uh, sort of like almost like the, the cartoons where like if they come in co- uh, contact, like maybe they weren't. Maybe they were human, and then that's what I'm wondering. I because they, they they did have yeah the turtles. They kind of look the turtles, I mean, it, <laughs> four guys hanging out playing with their turtles. It's and like hey. on them. Well, I'm maybe like, but like you saying that they were creating. You know, the, and the, the the story seems very similar to what's going. To, what I think is going to happen in Spider-Man Two is like they were creating super soldiers, so they were kind of mixing and matching, right. and then maybe that's what happened, and that's how they created them. Okay, that's because I don't, know. I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Are they going to be turtles that get turned into mutants or human? Teenagers, or guess so. It's like an, an island of Doctor Monroe type yes. thing. Where they're gonna do whatever the they hell have, they do. They have the two asses. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how many times? <laughs> God, old South Park reference. And yes, I know that was still Island of Doctor Monroe. Um, my only question is, they've retold Turtles lore so many times. Like it has more lack of ret continuity than Legend of Zelda. Like it's getting that bad. The, the comic book has a different re- retelling from the current TV show from the or previous movie series from the 80s movie series to the original comic books to the 2003 series like it's it's all there's nothing consistent but I've never seen the turtles be explained as humans splinter yes there's some where he actually was 
a man from Japan who mutated into a giant rat. Yeah, I think in the, he the, was a rat. Well, I'm just saying, the reason why I'm saying this, though, is because, like, if you look at Turtle, Turtles lore, while the, tor- the Toitles were right, Turtles, Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady. Rocksteady, Bebop and Rocksteady were both humans human. that got transformed into what they were. And I, that's one thing that I, like, you know, remember a while back that when that, that supposed script got leaked? Oh, yeah. And it was a really bad script. The one thing that I, I got excited for in that was that Bebop and Rocksteady were in it. So I hope they're in this. I, I, I don't know. Oh. Yes. Or maybe they're like hey. thugs, but they're, hey. that, they haven't been changed yet. Wade, if you nah. read the current comic series, you'll get your fill of Bebop and Rocksteady. They're actually a part of the series. What do you want? Vina DeMilo are in there or something? <laughs> Worst decision ever. <laughs> Let's give her uh, breast. Yes, yeah, <laughs> maybe even over Megan Fox. Worst decision ever. Well, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comes out on August eighth. Are you still? Will you go after Guardians of the Galaxy? Is the week after? Forgotten. Yes, it's, okay. the, it's the week after Guardians of the Galaxy. So, are you? Is, are you any, I'm pro. I'll probably go see it because I'm a fan of the turtle franchise. And but you'll the sit there with your arms crossed, yes. just shake your judging, head. No. judging, no, judging, no. That's not how it's supposed to happen. <laughs> you know what yes. We should do. We should do it after the show, or we could do. A show after watching the movie and talk about how he felt about oh, it. Oh, that'd be cool. All right. Let's move it to later. We could do like an early afternoon viewing over here at Keystone or whatever and do the show after that. And be like, oh, God, I was so bad. Or will you be too emotionally distraught to I discuss think so, it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I have to take a few hours to collect my thoughts and everything else. That's well, why poss- we take notepads. <laughs> Possible good ideas. The Goonies sequels could be happening. No. TMZ is reporting that director Richard Donner said he is m- making a sequel to the Goonies and he wants to bring back the entire cast. This has been g- ongoing for years. Well, yeah. The last person, uh, Sean Astin, was like, I think in 2010, said that they were working on it. And uh, the, the Corey Feldman in 2007 said, no, it's not happening. No. But, but, say, but they're like trying to bring, it's not like they're trying, like the last time I actually read about this, which was years ago, not right. 2000, like, like I'm talking about maybe 2004, maybe 2003, they were talking about doing this. They were talking about bringing the cast back and it's just like them when they're old going like they're a bunch of grown ass. Well, no, it's, the the story I heard what they were going to do is is it their kids? It's their kids, Ugh. and they have to go and either they have to go and save their kids or they get into trouble and their kids have to save them. E. So yeah, I'm not feeling. Do you that. see a Facebook post uh, <laughs> with from The Walking Dead? They had somebody yeah. posted it and said, "Hey, do you know that Glenn from The Walking Dead is Data from Goonies?" And I put on there, I was like, one. One's Korean, the other one's Japanese. That's racist. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, Goonies came out in the eighties. That would make Glenn nearly forty years old, and he's mid twenties, early thirties. <laughs> Let's kind of stay in the realm of possibility here. People make up, and once again, one's Korean and one's Japanese. <laughs> How many times did the Ultimate Warrior die in the nineties? In my school, at least seven. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Take I don't know, man, anything. I love Goonies. Is one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. I, I mean, like, Goonies it's one of the, awesome. it's one of those ones where like, I would probably watch at least. It, it's it's got the Rocky syndrome for me. Like, I don't give a shit where it is in the movie. You'll if I catch it? it, I'll watch it from right. that point forward. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll watch it at least once a year. Just because I love that movie so much. It's because such a great movie. It great is great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. And I even, I even uh, I like to watch it with the the um, commentary and, and watch the deleted scenes that you know. I know like we've gotten into this before. I'm pretty sure about my love for the Goonies and all the all the <laughs> stuff that they didn't take out of the movie, like all the the like all the, uh, the uh, extras that are in the background or uh, data calling. Uh, uh, 
Mouth? No, Chunk? no, no, not. I'm, I'm, I'm such a big fan of it. I can't even remember their <laughs> names. Hey, no, Josh, Josh Brolin's character. Uh, uh, I can't Brent, remember. Brent, Brent, it's Brett like or Brett, Brad, Brand, Brand. There it is. Okay, Brand. Yeah, it's Brand. Okay, but there's a scene where he calls. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> he calls uh, uh, Brand by Josh Brolin's real name oh, in the movie. And they just left it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in the like the actual movie? It's in the movie, oh, yeah. When so they're it's in, the, like, uh, it's when they're in the attic. He calls Mark Hamill going, Carrie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's still in the movie. Or um, Sean Astin also says his uh, when he says Holy Mackenzie, his brother's name is Mackenzie. It's always a reference oh, really? to his real real life brother. <laughs> yeah, they, like there's all kinds of stuff that like they just like <laughs> they just left in. They're like, ah, fuck it, it's a kids' movie. Did you see the uh, Goldbergs when they did a Goonies episode? The Goldbergs. You're not watching uh, Goldbergs. I'm not watching it. Oh, you should. Not that I'm. Not, it's just I just haven't got around to watching it. Oh, you should it. watch it. I like uh, Josh Garland. Uh, oh yeah, he's very. Funny. I, I like him. I just haven't seen the show. yet. Wait, 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 wait. Is this like a rare, actually decent comedy from the season? Because yes. most of their new ones have been terrible. And they don't. And they don't. It's not laugh track or anything like, like that. No, it's okay. it kind of looks Royal Tenenbaumish to me. I remember a little. Bit. I, I mean, just, I look in the way they look because they all like they all look the same, right? But the it's family? got a well, yeah, because it's got. Well, it's, but it's just they dress very eighty-ish. Is really what is it is. Set in the eighties? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the one thing I I I've had a couple problems. One, he was wearing a Voltron shirt, and on the back it said nineteen eighty six, and I was like, no, 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 no. They're not doing. <laughs> moment. They're not doing t shirts with the date it was released back in the eighties. <laughs> that is a new t shirt. I'm sorry. No, that doesn't work. And then the other thing I lost my mind. I'm going to write them a strongly worded letter. <laughs> the, the kid had the fucking USS flag, and I'm like. What? How did he get that? <laughs> and then he like decides he doesn't want toys anymore because he wants to have a girlfriend. So he just gives it away. I was like, no, you don't just give away the USS flag. You know how much that's worth right now? I mean, that's in the eighties. Well, in the eighties, it was still expensive. I, mean, I think that was probably a what two to three hundred dollar place. I think it was huge. It's so, six feet long when you've had it out. Did you know anybody had the USS flag? No, I didn't. Exactly. But like I'm saying, like a lot of my did toys, that, like no. <laughs> See, I, I never, I, I didn't have that collector like mentality <laughs> when I was in, a, like when I was a kid. I just beat the shit out of my toys. Oh, okay. You know, I did my what I called the tornado oh, he punch. Had those, he had those wrestling buddies. No, no, I did like Bitch. I, uh, all, <laughs> all my GI Joes did what I called uh, the Sangeef spin until their bodies snapped. And <laughs> or you know, because they were all rubber band, and I would twist them. You know, have you, yeah. you ever do that? Yeah. You would twist them so they would, ah, and, and they would spin around. GI Joe. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And then they would all snap in half. So I had a bunch of like. <laughs> Half like you know what's the what's the what's the term for uh, a, a person with no legs? Paraplegic. Is, is well, that, no, they have arms though, right? <laughs> that's with no arm. Yeah, but like I just had a bunch. Yeah, amputee, like, amputee, GI Joes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you guys ever watched Toy Hunters? Nope. It's, it's, I've seen it maybe once. It's a good show. I, I, yeah, for what it's If you're all. a fan of the old school 80s and 70s toys, uh, it shows uh, all the really cool stuff. He-Man, G.I. Joe, and whatever. Well, they had an episode. He-Man was cool. They, yes, He-Man was cool. <laughs> I grew up with He-Man. Prince I'm Adam was sure. not cool. I'm not okay? even sure I'd call it but cool. But He-Man was cool. He had cool action figures. He, had he never toys. used that sword. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did change from, now, right, yeah, from Castle Grayskull. Pansy, Prince Adam. Castle Grayskull was amazing. Other well, than yeah. that, I can't say anything. Well, I was sitting there watching it. They were like, we're in Louisville, Kentucky. And I was like, oh, this will be interesting where they go. They walk up to Tim Ash's house. That guy that I, I don't know. <laughs> you not know Tim Ash? No. Tim Ash used to yeah, be. You must I have came in. About he was Jim Cornette's little stooge. 
that lived here that's a huge wrestling fan. Right. And in his basement, he has like he has an actual like huge wrestling toy set set up with a ring and all these action figures. And they found like a rare like Macho Man that was still on its box or whatever. Sold it to one of the Black IPs. So yeah, I was just like, oh my god. That That's it. I mean, like, that, one of those things, like, well, I hate when I sit there and I watch, like, man, I used to have that toy, but I fucking threw it in the trash. You know? Like, <laughs> I hate that feeling. That's why I don't like watching those shows. Oh, I know. It's like, oh, man, I had that. Yeah. Well, Marvel Studios is looking to have movies planned out through 2028. Because that's not a long way away or anything. That was, not at all. It was crazy when in 2007 they had they said they had movies planned out to 2015. Now we're only a year away, and look how they've done. I mm-hmm. mean, do you have confidence that they can continue I, I almost, this success? I just feel like can they do it? Pe- the, yes. the, the, the consumers are eventually going to get fatigue, superhero fatigue. Probably. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, especially if we get to the point like we were talking about, they could be six Marvel movies coming out a year with Fox. There's and, already four and this if year. DC ever decides to fucking. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Joss Whedon's only signed for Avengers. Movies are also very different from television. Significantly different. Well, that's why, and that's why they're testing out. Think about like we don't like. Right, right. What is agree? Depending on the success of uh, Superman versus Batman, what if that launches them into going? Okay, now we're going to do six movies a year. So now we're getting twelve superhero movies a year. Yeah, I know. This is potential, you know. And then like I can't, I can't imagine everyone going to see every single one. I think people are just going to. I I think they Marvel they'll continue if there's stories are all interconnected. Mm-hmm. They they each story is building up to the next one well. and now, next one. Because I haven't been following so much, is this leading to Infinity Gauntlet? I think that's what we're speculating, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, For Avengers. 3, and, you, and I could, yeah, I can imagine so. that would be more than just one episode. Some people movie. are speculating uh, and, and understand that when we get into the Captain America, that we're going to be breaking down with spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie, go ahead and see hear, the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. go see the movie. It's very, very good. I don't go to the movies, and I went and saw it, and I enjoyed it. But then, just in essence, come back after the break, and uh, and we'll be we'll be talking Shield about what happens at Shield. Uh, so looks good, doesn't it? All of you guys, what are you guys talking about? I'm making fun of this way. There's a, oh, I found this no, recipe page fun of on because I, <laughs> and uh, there's a picture of a grilled chicken patty melt here on my screen, and he was like staring at it. and I'm like, so does it look good? Yeah, how goes it? Patty, look? Huh? Got basil on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have one thing I want to throw out about the, yep. the 2028 plan movies, quote unquote. I think they can do it, but especially since that would have been 20 years since Iron Man one, which would be a good milestone to hit i guess but if they told me here's movies we have planned out year by year i would say they're full of shit of course they're not going to do that but no they're not up through 2018 maybe because well, we know what's happening between avengers 2 and 3. ant-man was discussed when they were talking about the 
that being one of them that were going to be created. And then Ant-Man kind of got pushed down. Which, I'm not going to lie, I'm still amazed that that character is getting his own movie. <laughs> well, if, you, if is, you're going to give it to somebody, Edgar Wright is the perfect right, right, right. Don't get me wrong, the talent that's currently behind it, they couldn't have picked a better list of people. They really could not have. But in terms of the actual character and people who recognize him and know him, it's a little off. I, but I, he is instrumental of the Avengers, so yes. I'll give him that. I just did the math uh, for myself. When uh, 20, and 28 listeners, we love uh, you. Well, arrives, you I'll are? be 47 when when all those movies are said and done. <laughs> well, I'll be much older than that. Well, I'm just saying, it's like, could you imagine we're going to be a bunch of guys nearly, nearly the 50s, 50s yes. going to watch these yes. movies? Well, think about it. I'm nearly going. Four. No, that's not right. That's not hey, correct. I'm, <laughs> I'm nearly 40 and I'm doing this. So <laughs> think, think, think how we're going to be with our 50. Oh, boy, we're just going to be a bunch of uh, mad children running around. I'll be 45 oh, in 2028. This world is going to be. Feeling. This world's going to fall apart with us mad children running around. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Kevin Feige's talking about that Marvel's working on spinoffs for uh, Avengers of Age of Ultron, which I guess means the twins, as they discuss in Captain America, and some of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, which movie character would you like to see made in the movie? Once again, this is our Twitter question. Just all you got to do is hit us up at Fracking Nerds on Twitter and tell us what movie character. Let's start with, uh, I'm going to go with Swade on this one. Who would you like to see? It could be either already announced or... Uh, now, are, are we you... getting into the where it's like, oh, Sony owns the right, so he can't no, see no, this no, type with character? No, no, that, that you're... No, we're talking about staying in the Marvel Disney world. Oh. Yeah, um, you, you can't be like, I want to see a Venom movie, but that's going to be a Sony. I don't really know who owns the rights. I personally... Say it and we'll tell you. Uh, okay, well... well. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll correct you instantly. You'll, you'll, yeah, you won't, you won't go and tell me you'll correct me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, like, for me, I would like to see... A, I, I know it's kind of cheap, but I'd like to see a Deadpool movie. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Reynolds is, and that's in development hell. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I would like to see that I... Um, I can think of one that's least very similar to Deadpool. I, lo- I If they could find someone with the physique and the humor style, I would love to see a She-Hulk movie. Because much oh. like Deadpool, she breaks the fourth wall yes. all the time. And that kind of humor is very, very unique for what they've already done with Marvel. Nobody's done that. That's a, see, there you got to have somebody with comedic chops. Yeah, and it's hard. And, and, <laughs> it's and, really hard. And size, too. With the, when it comes to the, the comedy aspect, the person that immediately pops to mind is Honor Kendrick, but she's tiny. <laughs> she can't tiny, do that. No. She, yeah, she, she has that kind of quick-witted mindset, though. And you, she could be Jennifer Lawrence, the lawyer. But... Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Walters. Sorry, messed it up. Jennifer Walters is the lawyer, but Jennifer Walters is the physical specimen. Nah, not feeling it. No, because at least She Hawk is still probably what five ten or something like that. She's pretty tall. I'd yeah. say she's a hair over six. And then she like, gets pretty big. bigger when she becomes She Hawk. Mm. Do we follow her as a lawyer? Do that. I mean, you have to have the lawyer aspect. They did, this, they did that with Matt Murdock for yeah. Daredevil. So you you have to like it's just who she is. Maybe tied into the Avengers. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Uh, with myself. Uh, Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight, yeah. That would be sick, <laughs> no, you know what? nobody would, knows what the hell he is. I would want The Runaways. I thought they were working on The Runaways. I thought The Runaways is a great comic. I think The Runaways could work really well as another standalone team. And some of those characters you could spin off into their own, right. own movie. Have you read The Runaways? No. All right. Joe, take some time and read it. You'll enjoy it. I, I, I like a, a Dream World. I would guess I would like. I know it, uh, the properties are mixed but i'd like to see it maybe like down the road like a dark avengers 
Oh, a Dark Avengers would That'd be, be cool. good. Yeah. Oh God, I would like them to do the Civil War appeal. That would be. Sick. I would like them to do Civil War if they could bring in some of the characters, especially Spider Man or something like that. I think would be very yeah. interesting. I was having that discussion Friday as well with the whole uh, you know how movie studios don't let things happen because nobody can have nice things. People talk about how the X Men and Avengers thing would be such a great crossover, and I'm like, I don't know, that'd be too weird. Now Spider Man and the Avengers would work all day. I would love to see that. I suppose it's all tied in with New York, right? But of course. Money. That's true. I guess that's where I was going with that, so I don't know. I'm being weird. Well, with the Dark Avengers, you could... Uh, you have to have Dark Avengers Nor- well, Norman Osborn, I'm, though. It's who he is. But could right. you have another bad guy? But then you would also uh, have to have... Norman Norman was it, what's who would it, it be? Who's a big enough businessman that's owned by Marvel Studios that could pull that off? For what? The, instead of for a Dark Norman? Avengers instead of Norman Osborn? I don't see... Could it be anybody. Hammer? He's a big mm. enough businessman, but he's not enough yeah. threatening character. No, but they can change that. He definitely wasn't an Iron Man two, but they got Iron Man two is horrible. Yeah, it so was. They could, yeah, they could I, I, like I don't know. I mean, like, oh snap! I don't know. Sorry, I guess I'm trying to think Skype. of who who would you get in that situation? Like, I mean, could would you do like like would you just use the Avengers that they have now? Like, would you use Bullseye for Hawkeye? Would you use uh? Um, Dakin for Wolverine. Dakin you would for Wolverine. Have, but I'm saying, would you do that version? But I'm saying, would you do that version, or would you do a version of the current lineup now? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Where, where right. it's Black Widow, Black Widow, no Hawkeye, way. Iron Man. You know the the current the current movie Avengers now oh. versus well, I, well, uh, like the Century for. I, well, not, the, I would like was. to see a Century movie. If I don't know if that'll, I don't know who owns the rights to him. Oh, Century. I don't know. I would imagine it's an Avengers tie-in. Or has he had more to do with the Fantastic Four? I can't remember. Uh, hold on, I'll bring it up. I'll I'm pretty it up. sure it's Avengers. Because he was a, I mean, he was a pretty big part in the whole well, they're, but they're, Dark Avengers. Yeah. Well, with Sentry, isn't he... Um, he's no. like basically their Superman, right? Yeah, but isn't he... Uh, yeah, but he's got problems. Right, yeah, I think, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's problems. what I'm saying. Is like, I think he has an interesting story as to something that I would like he's, to see, but I don't know who owns the rights. Sentry's not like one of the alien races, is he? Um, I want to say he is. He's definitely not of this world. I'm trying to think, because that also could depend on what they're able to do with him if he is one of the particular, like the Fantastic Four. Um, the most recent X-Men. century, uh, Robert Reynolds was that his name? Yeah, he uh, he definitely is a member of the Avengers. So I would assume. Yeah, but he goes he crazy that. too. That's what I was saying. The yeah, dude has deep-seated psychological. But see, that's problems. that's where that would be good with the Dark Avengers, where you have this guy who's right. Kinda, well, he was in the Dark Avengers. He's kind of disabled. You know, he's. So I'm saying because he because he could could he take the role of Thor in that in that lineup? Yes. Eh, yeah, probably that could work. Can um, he wield a magic hammer though? Let's well, see. You also have uh, well, like in the Dark Avengers, you had Dakin, you had uh, uh, Iron Patriot, you, you had, had Moonstone. Moonstone. Well, see, you couldn't do Dakin because you're talking Hawkeye. about Wolverine. Son. Well, I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Are we ta- like, bullseye? About bullseye, this, you can because uh, Venom, you couldn't do. Uh, Moonstone probably could do. Moonstone, uh, uh, Moonstone's pr- prior to the Thunderbolts. Moonstone was primarily a Hulk villain, so uh, yeah, he could easily do that. Once again, Novar, you couldn't do because of him being uh, what kind of alien race was he? Who? Uh, Novar. I want to say Cree. I think Cree and Cree is because uh, those kind of names are Cree. Do they have? Are they able to use Cree? Cree, well, I Kree actually believe is tied in with X Men. I was going to say, but weren't the Cree weren't the Scroll uh, in Avengers? No. That wasn't. That wasn't. No, they weren't. Scroll has not been in anything. No, none of the Scrolls have been in any. Movie well, I'm sorry. I, I I haven't seen. I thought they, that's what they were implying in the Avengers movie. What were those? What was that alien race? Um, uh, that's the Chitauri from the first one. Yes, the, 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 the Chitauri. 
Oh, oh and Ares, uh, Ares was, I always uh, thought the, I the thought Thor character. I think Skrull is owned by 20th Century Fox because all their biggest tie-ins in the past have been with Fantastic Four. So, I would like to see, like, well, they're going to do Doctor Doom again, but I would like to see Super Scroll. That'd be cool. Who is, does anyone, does anyone recognize the guy who's playing Doom? Like, I, I don't know if that was brought up in the discussion on the he's, show today. No, but no, the, he's, I don't know. Just I don't a British actor. Um, he's also kind of. Oh, so tiny. he's going to nail it then. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you can't keep these Americans doing American characters. They all have to be <laughs> they British. They took on Joe. Hey, man. Thor, Thor's Australian. It works out well. Uh, you know, we'll do Captain America after break because that's going to all lead into what's going to happen on uh, Agents of Excuse S.H.I.E.L.D. because there's major things that are occurring on. So right now we'll, we're getting uh, Jason Anarchy of Drinking Quest. We're going to get him on the line. Uh, he has a very interesting game. It's called the, the game is called Drinking Quest. It is a drinking role-playing game based around... Uh, Based around uh, like a D and D kind of card game, right? Uh, and you don't have to have a, even a dungeon master because the cards play like the dungeon master, where they tell you where you're going to go and everything else. So we're going to bring him on, and uh, we've got Jason Anarchy of Drinking Quest. He's uh, he's running around doing the conventions for the past uh, couple weeks. We were lucky enough to get him with it. Uh, Jason, can you explain to the listeners what Drinking Quest is? Okay, yeah, it's a half-drinking game and half-tabletop RPG. So um, basically it's like a light version of each. Um, so you're fighting monsters, you're leveling up, you have a character, fighting treasure, typical RPG stuff. Uh, when your character dies in the game, you have to chug your drink in real life to continue. Uh, so there's a new level of tension and excitement in this RPG that uh, hasn't been done before. Um, and then, yeah, the first game came out in 2011, and I was able to do a sequel in 2012 and another one in 2013. And then this year we have a comic book coming out and uh, a not-yet-announced uh, top-secret game. So super exciting stuff. Very nice. Where did you come up with the idea for Drinking Quest? Oh, um... And were you drunk when you came up with it? I was, it? A kid, I was designing games and uh, designing RPGs just anyway, kind of for my uh, friends and stuff like that. And I was always kind of the dungeon master. And most games, I kind of like the idea of them and, you know, certain things. But uh, to fit whatever game group and usually to make it more casual, it always kind of... Uh, make my own simplified systems. And I was just doing that for a really long time. Um, and then I was just at a wedding, and I was drunk off of free scotch. It was near the end of the night. <laughs> Everyone's got that one friend that doesn't say much, but when they do say something, it's uh, really profound. Um, so my buddy Nick was like, uh, hey, uh, you're always making these RPGs and drinking with your friends. You should incorporate drinking into the RPGs. Um, and I probably said something like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then months later, I thought about it. I was commuting to work, and I was like, no, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that. Oh, very and, cool. Uh, History was born. <laughs> so, uh, so if uh, the only time you are supposed to drink is if your character dies, does the character die often in the game? I'm not very familiar oh, with the list. Yeah, absolutely. There. Uh, well, each game has four different quests, and the, the saving grace is that uh, there's a one chug per quest maximum, which stops it from being a pass out in ten minutes kind of drinking game. Okay. Um, so it's a light RPG and a light drinking game. Averages gotcha. about two or three chugs over two or three hours. Um, you know, worst case scenario, it'll be four chugs. Okay. So if you do have to chug a second time in a quest, it's just a three swig mercy rule. Uh, but I generally wanted a, a chug system versus a, a sip system because uh, people are sitting there drinking their drinks anyway. Um, and a chug is an event. So, you know, if uh, right. a friend's chugging, you know, there's friends pointing and laughing and making fun of them and stuff like that. Uh, plus, it's more difficult than a sip. So if you're in a battle, you know, you either beat the monster and steal a coins and experience or the monster kills you and you have to chug your drink. So it kind of adds the pressure. Um, there's a bit more tension there. <laughs> the game was designed and created by yourself. What is the process of doing a do-it-yourself game? 
Um, basically, it, uh, in terms of like designing the game, it was uh, you know pretty familiar territory. There's a lot of stuff I've done before. Um, like in terms of how to design it, the actual game, I hadn't designed anything like that, but it was probably a little simpler than uh, I had done before. Um, it, more so, I think, uh, from the business end of it, and uh, you know, logistics and things like that. Um, you know, my, uh, my my trade name is Jason Anarchy. I'm a big punk rock fan, but uh, a huge contradiction is that uh, I, uh, I have a lot of business experience from my uh, relatively young age. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and I went to school for business management and stuff like that. So I think most game designers... Um, don't have uh, an intense business background like I do. So um, in terms of how to like get it out there and put it together and everything, I was uh, pretty confident in what I was doing. Um, and don't get me wrong, it was a learning process. You know, I definitely made some mistakes and learned from them and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I, uh, I, I knew I had a unique set of skills to get that out there. We're talking with Jason Anarchy of uh, Drinking Quest. What advice would you give somebody who is looking to create their own game? I, I would tell myself I'm actually trying to build a game, but I realize it is a challenge trying to find something that you think is going to be fun and understandable. What would you tell somebody like myself who's trying to work on a game what to do? To He's asked you to do sure. your job. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I'll dumb down my panel from Emerald City Comic Con a little bit so I can uh, so I won't take up too much time. But uh, basically. Um, you know, creative people are pretty lazy. I think it just kind of goes with being creative, and you just need to kind of develop a hard-working version of yourself. Um, and what what I always tell people is, everyone just wants to do a, a Kickstarter or crowdfunding project right away. And uh, you know, maybe down the line that's the thing to do, but never is the first thing that you do ever. No, I think that'd be you know pretty terrible. I think there's a few rare success stories, but generally, it's uh, you know there's a lot of things that fail that we don't really see. Um, so what, what I tell people, and it's probably very unpopular and it kind of, um, you know, people don't want to hear it, but, um, I spent a year just earning the money to have an initial investment to just kind of plunk down on the first 500 games. And it was, uh, not about, you know, how do I make money from those games? I'm just going to spend this money, print them, see what, see what happens. And I knew there would be some degree of success. Like I didn't think it would fail spectacularly in every area. So as long as that doesn't happen, there will be some degree of success. And I'm like, okay, well, this initial investment, is it worth you know, being a game designer for? Is it worth getting this out there and having people play my game and like it? Um, I was like, oh, absolutely, yeah. And then it uh, actually did very well. So it, uh, you know, that was still kind of playing it safe. Um, but in my mind, it, uh, to do something like this yourself, it has to be a work of passion. And uh, you know, uh, work a second job for a while, save up the money to first prove that you have the work, et- work ethic. Um, but then you're, you know, you've got that budget to work with and you can do what you want to do and, uh, just kind of get it out there. And, you know, 
you can have the best plan in the world beforehand, and you should have a plan. Um, but you know, it, it'll all change once you get out there, and you know, you'll find new things that work better, and things that you thought would work wouldn't work. And um, you know, so yeah, just uh, get that initial investment first, and just get it out there and see what happens. So that's what I did, and that's what I tell people. Oh, congratulations! Uh, the the one thing I noticed on the website drinkingquest.com is you have a lot of personalized extras that you provide for you know additional money like i know you can get a signed picture of your fist uh personalized yep. home but the one of the most interesting things that i saw on there was the bachelor party package can you explain yes. to the people what that entails all right uh yeah that's been a, a great success um so basically uh, i've thrown a few bachelor parties and uh, a few of the best ones i've had we've uh, had some kind of you know uh celebrity interaction of some kind um, so for example, before my bachelor party, um, a friend of mine tried to get, uh, now I'm Canadian. It's a, a comedian from Montreal. His name's John Lejoie. Uh, I think he lives in LA now anyway. I know him. Uh, anyway, super funny stuff. He's got a ton of viral videos. Um, and he tried to get him to come out to the bachelor party for some kind of fee. And, uh, yeah, he was good about it. He couldn't do it, but he was like, okay, you know, I'd love to. Thanks for getting hold of me, blah, blah, blah. But he ended up sending me an email and then, you know, just a personalized email like, Hey, you know, have fun with, um, yeah, he's got a song called uh, "Show Me Your Genitals." Yes, so he said, "Have fun with one person's genitals for the rest of your life." <laughs> um, so it was a pretty funny email. It was just kind of the fact that he did it, and uh, basically putting something like that out there. I was like, "Okay, well, it'll be fun." If I was throwing a bachelor party, would I want to do this? And the answer is yes, absolutely. And as far as an epic bachelor party goes, the price is pretty low. Um, and basically, it's just a Skype game. You know, you get uh, some bachelor party people together. You have a Skype game with the drinking quest guy for a while. You get drunk. Um, and basically, I had to raise the price because there were too many people wanting to do oh, it. Oh, really? And there weren't, weren't enough nights I could sacrifice to uh, <laughs> to get drunk over Skype. So it, uh, it's it been a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't had a bad game yet. Everyone seems to really like it. <laughs> that is awesome. Were you a fan of the original D&D games back in the 80s and 90s? Um, yeah, I, I always liked Dungeons and Dragons and uh, like second edition is around when uh, it got to me um, and I always liked the idea but there weren't any capable DMs really in the area um, and so what I would do uh, my favorite game of all time is Milton Bradley's Hero Quest um, there's a few influences awesome in Drinking game. Quest as well like uh, you know the little character sheets and stuff like that um, but basically I would always make like simplified versions for the group because you know it Dungeons and Dragons is just, it's really hardcore. Like, you know, someone needs to basically memorize the book and the players really need to know a lot of rules and stuff like that. But I always would make games where people would drop in and out all the time. Um, and, you know, I'd put it down to just the broad stroke so people could actually, you know, play it and not have to worry about, you know, learning so many things. Um, so it was always something I wanted to play more back in the day. Um, it was just a matter of not having anyone that uh, was capable really of running it. Um, but recently, last year or two, now that I've been involved with Drinking Quest, I can't run as many game nights. Uh, one of my players started uh, his own gaming basement, so he runs Pathfinder all the time now. So uh, once in a while, I can go out to that. It's been pretty awesome. Yeah, it does help having somebody that can take the time to build the stories. It is a lot of work to, to come up with a creative venture for a few hours. It is not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah, people that DM properly, I give them a lot of respect for sure. All right, with Jason, this will be come to the end. And the one thing we're we're wanting to do is we're going to do our cheesy radio thing, where we're going to ask you 
quick questions and just quick answer for them. We call it our Sinister Six questions until we decide a better name or we get sued by Marvel or uh, sure. Or you or you came up with the name for those. This is the first we're hearing about. If they it. keep the name, screw Marvel. Yeah, make it the Sinister Seven, and then there's nothing they can do. Yeah, exactly. All right, first one. What is the best drink for Drinking Quest? Uh, something safe for you, but me personally, I like whiskey. There you go. Any any particular whiskey? Uh, usually Irish or bourbon. Okay. And I like scotch. It's just too expensive, so I tend to uh, stick to Irish and bourbon the most. Let's see. Us in Kentucky, we have to do bourbon. They won't allow us to drink any other whiskey around here, so it has to be bourbon. Okay. Oh, you guys are out of Kentucky. I didn't <laughs> yes. Know that. Uh, number, awesome. <laughs> number two, did you play a tabletop game on Saturday? Uh, no, but I worked on one all night. <laughs> I guess that counts, doesn't it? I, I tweeted I about Tabletop Day a few times, and I would have loved to play a tabletop game, but I've got uh, a lot of projects on the go right now, and I'm in between Emerald City Comic Con and PAX East, so it's uh, a really busy time at the moment. So um, whenever I sit down and actually get a chance to game, I usually tweet about it a lot because it's kind of an event for me. Oh, understandable. Uh, number three, board games or video games? Uh, when you're alone, video games with others, board games. Uh, I, would, I would have to agree with that, yes. Uh, number four, community or the Big Bang Theory? Community. Uh, Thank you. There you did, go. did you see the G.I. Joe episode this week? Uh, no, I'm not caught up, but oh. I, I want to. Yeah, community I just uh, got into this year, and I just plowed through it uh, earlier in the so year, and it was good. just amazing. I, I love it a lot. And we need one more season in a movie. That's all we're needing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, it's Sunday night. What are you typically watching on TV if you are watching something? Yeah. Game of Thrones today. Yeah, oh, there you go. I'm uh, here with you. All right, and for the last one, shots, beers, or wine? Uh, shots. Let's do shots. All right, excellent. Well, Jason of uh, Jason Anarchy, thank you for uh, giving us a buzz. Uh, you can order Drinking Quest at drinkingquest.com or you can follow Jason and Drinking Quest at Twitter at Drinking Quest. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much. All right. So, all right. If it were Ray David today, I was hoping he was going to say community reruns. Can you put a. Did, did I hang up on both of you guys? Are you guys still on? Uh, I mean, we're still here. I, if right. one thing, just over. tell him thank you and. I guess, like, I didn't get a chance to uh, get a question in. You got questions No, in. I got one oh. in, But, like, I okay. mean, a ser- more of a serious question, though. I, oh, I, I was, like, with this game, it seems to be doing well from what he's telling us, right? I wonder if he's ever thought about doing something with, like, a microbrewery or something more oh, of a sponsored, a sponsored uh, beverage to go along with the game. Maybe you get the game in a six-pack Oh, yeah, something? because, yeah, they're, they're, there's themed uh, beers out there. Right. Yeah, that would be kind of cool because he's got character creations. Yeah. Right. Get on Twitter and you tell him, and then you put, uh, you know, patent pending. Maybe I should raise my <laughs> hand next time. Patent pending, patent pending. For those who can see these. Oh, I'm sorry. Things. Yes, raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, teacher, can I talk, please? All right. He didn't. He didn't uh, trust my journalistic integrity <laughs> to allow me to speak. <laughs> Shut up, Swain. I guess we need another way of like you know a little light or something to pop up. Like I have a question. So you know, I'm not used to. We're, we're doing interviews for the first time and like with with real people. With real people. <laughs> with real people. Not just like not people. just chatbots. Yeah, and like trying to pass bots. them off as real people. <laughs> yes, I am a human. All right, when we come back. <laughs> We're going to actually break down Captain America and what is going to happen on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for those that are watching it still, Swade. Ooh, ooh, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. So, some, qu- some witty retorts. <laughs> All this and more we return All the witty on the Fracking Nerds.
love campy old school movies or the freshest indie horrors, then you absolutely need to head down to the Louisville Gore Club every Sunday night at Sodden Vines Cafe at the corner of Breckenridge and Vine in Louisville. LGC has a great mix of both incredibly good and sometimes incredibly bad movies, from sci-fis to horror, and the atmosphere makes it all worthwhile. Live bands, wacky sideshow acts, and sometimes blood-wrestling hotties give you something different every week. So head down to Louisville Gore Club every Sunday and get your cinematic fix. Or check them out on Facebook at the Louisville Gore Club. to the Frackin' Nerds. Remember, you can find us at our website, FrackinNerds.com, Facebook.com, slash Frackin' Nerds, and Twitter, where our Twitter poll question is, what Marvel character would you like to see in a standalone movie? Just hit us up at Frackin' Nerds. Damn, yeah. At Twitter. Well, with Captain America coming out this week, and it was a huge movie. If you're a fan of 70s-style, you know, spy, espionage, it had a very Jason Bourne feel to the fight. I mean, Cap felt like a badass in this one when he was kicking people and they were just slamming up against walls it was brutal sparta kicking people yeah it was it was was, awesome it was it was very very good that Uh, i gotta send praise for the choreography just on the remember the fight in the uh, in washington dc with the involved the whole like the bus accident and everything yes like just that cqc between cap and the soldier i was just like Dude, look how fast this is! Like these dudes have been pumping it, man. Look at this. Oh, it it's was crazy. It was, it was great. Uh, it's crazy good. Sway, what was your feeling on the movie? You know, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, I did. I, it was like again. Uh, I, I <laughs> there's things that I like. You know, I, I want to take it for a movie, but there was there was situations like the, this uh, the scene he was just talking about on the the freeway. Where I found the bad guys were shooting at Cap, like they were just aiming for the shield. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, no. shoot the his shield feet! Covers everything. Shoot his feet! <laughs> no, it did not. He ran forward, and that, like, and he's got some great ankle support because this guy just jumps off of buildings. <laughs> like, there's well, yeah, that's the one thing I was wondering about. Is he? I was like, is is he gonna like fall on the shield? Roll? No, he just boom. Well, I'm saying, like, <laughs> yeah, he, he jumps off of buildings and he's just fine, but he takes a bullet to the gut and he's down. Oh yeah, you know, so. that's true. So, I mean, all that aside, though, I did enjoy the movie. It was fun for what it was. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would consider it on par with Avengers with the amount of action and goes on. Iron Man, and, the first Iron Man? I, I yes, really, first I, Iron Man. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I really did. It didn't seem like it slowed down at all. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No. The yeah, the pacing was very good. Where would you compare it with Dark World? Because I really enjoyed Dark World as well. Better than Dark World. Dark World had some very some slow moments, but... Uh... I don't, and I also like I, I liked uh, the complication of the stories intertwining and what was going on, and everything else. The uh, one, the one thing, the one thing I did not like, I felt, or I, could, I should say, it dragged on. Um, aside from Captain Nunn getting shot in the foot. Yeah. Besides, yeah. <laughs> shoot him in the foot. Shoot him in the. F- <laughs> shoot him in the face. You ever seen Plank Man? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> shoot him in the face. Plank Man's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, the one thing that I, I felt dragged a little bit, it didn't, it didn't win me over, was the whole uh, in between uh, dangerous moments. They would be talking about potential dates. Date. Yeah. Like that scene where sh- where. I don't want to. I guess oh. I'm not really explain. When guy gets kicked off the building, yeah, and oh, then, then like they go right and, the, and the turns yeah. right around. To go, I, and, I mean that that kind of took me out of it. Well, the way you have to I look at the, idea. the way you have to look at no it way. is him and Black Widow. This is every day. This is you have to I look. It would be what like you, getting all right when when you're at a job. And you're just doing your job work, and you turn to your coworker and just like, hey, but I'm not. Fun. I'm not interrogating but spies. If you, if you okay, if Jack Bauer did it, it would look weird. If okay, if I knew that the people, the people who are defending the the free world are so cavalier about their jobs that they could just like, oh, you're they're stronger and they're better at everybody and they have better <laughs> things. It would just be like I'm used to beating so, you up. I'm like, so what are you this doing guy isn't is, a, is not a big concern. If he's not a concern to them, why should he be a concern to me? Again. I hate to be that asshole, but I know it was a movie. I'm just saying those moments he really I did doesn't. not care she for. She was saying you need to get laid. You're too pent up. He Could was that have frozen not- <laughs> for 70 years. Yeah, he needed to get laid. I understand, but I'm saying like I felt like that joke, that was a, that ongoing joke ran its course with me. Okay. People laughed when they, when they did it. So oh, I'm saying okay. it, it worked for people. It just didn't work for me. Yeah. See, I liked it. I liked how it seamless, seamlessly transitioned from one to the other. Like, for me, it was just like, kick off a building. So if you talk to What's-Her-Face and uh, Counting, and I was like, I mean, it was silly, but the thing is, like, between Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson, their chemistry is so good that they made it work. That's how I felt. What, what anyway. would you expect after that? They kicked him off. Or they just start debriefing themselves. <laughs> I could. They could have done said nothing, and then and then you that scene happened. And then that scene happened. You know, I don't like. Are we going to say? I don't know if we're they already say. knew what was going to happen. They were going to kick him off, and then uh, Falcor was going to come up. Falcor. <laughs> Falcor. What? Wait a minute. What? Never. What are you story. saying right now? Oh, <laughs> seen he that passed movie. the the speaks trial. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. The darkness was coming. <laughs> I could have done with like I don't know. I just felt like that at that point I was ah come on. That and shoot his feet. <laughs> Those are the two. So times. that took you out of the movie right then and there. You're like I'm but done. I, it brought me back in. I'm yeah, not okay. saying that it didn't. Go to bed now. It didn't ruin the movie for me. But I'm just saying it was just like, I, okay. Nice. I get it. Were you guys the same thing like as I was in the Superman movie where I with Man of Steel going? There's a lot of people dying in this movie. Oh, were, <laughs> I thought that, <laughs> that when movie was top okay, like I'm not really spoiling though. anything because it shows it in the trailers. But when uh, the helicarriers go down, I'm like. Oh, yeah. 
How many people are dying? I know. It's like, not like they got three people yeah. running there. Also, why is it, oh, we have to replace these three ones? No, guess what? Get on there and pull out the rest. Right, and right. They're not going to do what you're expecting. That do. building was full of people yes. when they went through there. Yes. And then the, it got obliterated. Yeah, I doubt S.H.I.E.L.D. just cleared them all Yeah, out like, you know, I think we better go. <laughs> no. Clear out, clear out. No. And for being the top agents, like, you know, SP, well, I don't know what would you call them. They're they're above Homeland Security, right? Oh, they're level eight. Sh- level eight. Yes. Shield. Yeah. And they are some of the worst shots I have oh, ever seen. What, like Cap and them, or not, no, no, the other just people? Shield agents in oh, general. No, they're cannot- like they're like level five, or level six. Yeah. I mean, like they're shooting at the sky. I mean, like I don't know. Just these are these guys are supposed to be like trained mercenaries. Yeah. And they're like shooting with the, like the gun like at their hips. That's not even the proper way to shoot a gun. Yeah. Also, do this. Get on the ships before. Again, you, I know it's fake, but I'm just saying. <laughs> get on the ships before you decide to have your big "Let's all stand up for ourselves" speech. Right. Let's go ahead and switch those things out while we're doing it, and let's have a person on each ship, not this overly complicated. We have to do one at a time right, right. and get to the next one. No, you guys y'all, are y'all are nitpicking. <laughs> I don't understand that movie. I don't know what movie you guys watched. No, it was fu- no, I enjoyed it. You it was know, fun, like you can enjoy it, but the he poke holes on the logic. <laughs> Listen he to him. Hey, well, <laughs> he got taken out when they're like, "Why are they talking about dating again?" <laughs> you can I'm, poke uh, holes in the plots here. Why is he at Apple? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> why didn't they just go to a public public library? Do you know how much really? Apple and Chevy advertising was I in this know. movie? Like <laughs> how every much car was a new Chevy? Like Nike? It was all oh, yeah. it's all up in your face. And why why didn't he tie his shoes? Did you notice that? Because he was on your left. His shoes were untied when he put on the like the shoes when he's like incognito at the mall. I don't right? even remember. I kept watching him going, is this a flaw? Like, are they going to be tied? What? No, they were constantly untied. And I was like, of course, that's why he says he can't run at him because they'll fall right off his feet as he's running. <laughs> he didn't tie them. He didn't take the time to put them on his feet. I don't know. But again, the movie was good. It was really good. I was good too. But like when I sit back and think about it, I, it just makes me like I, I do this to everything that I enjoy. I don't know. Like I can't have because nice things. Because you hate here. everything. <laughs> No, I, and I'm on the perfect show to, to talk about show. it. <laughs> yeah, but man, sometimes you find that one movie that you just don't want to pick apart, and I thought this would be that. Oh, movie. Is this that movie? Was, no, I thought it was. <laughs> and you're apparently proving that wrong. Uh, what a jerk! <laughs> like this movie sucked. This was wrong. This was well, wrong. you're turning it that. into this movie. You didn't sucks, say. So you didn't like, say that. I was, dude. I was messing with you. Uh, it, I, no, I found I found it very entertaining. Um, I would definitely go see it again. Um, you know, I, I don't like. I'd see it with someone who hasn't seen it. So you I wouldn't them. go. I'd watch it again. You know, th- two like this is off topic, kind of but I, I double dipped. Oh day, hey, and oh. I watched uh, bad words too. Yeah, how was that? Bad words. Bad it was. Words, it was good. Words. Okay, I liked it. I mean, it was. I mean, you could say it was kind of predictable, but it was good. Brain but let's. Dead. We'll, we'll get back to that words. one. We'll talk to the. We'll talk. Yeah, because that's this. normally we talk about the the comedies on here. Yeah. Okay. What? We oh, don't yeah. format here. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> well, we know, like I saw the format, and we're not going to be talking about any of that. So I just try to no. throw it in there. Yeah. Uh, and once know, again, yeah, my shtick on the show was taking it from one direction. Anyway, we get Vince Vaughn talked about on this one too. Um. No. Okay. Oh man, I forgot all about that. Now, one of the big things that came out with uh, Captain America that's going to affect Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know Rock and myself are still part of it. I know you've given up, but it's good. I, I, I especially popped two weeks yeah. ago when they did the infrared of Deathlock, and it looked like the comic book version of his face. I was like, yeah. thank you. That, yeah, at least, I mean, the outfit looks kind of silly, but... Uh, really, like, most of the tie-ins with actual characters have been pretty good. I even liked the whole bit with the Enchantress, and of course, Lady Sif appearing was awesome, yeah. and... Like, realistically, I think ever since they came back from Christmas break or holiday break, or we want to call it, every show, every episode has actually been, like, way above par, especially compared to what we saw in the first ten episodes. Oh, yeah. 
Like, now, the, just, now, the one thing is, is they knew it about like it bef- overnight. Uh, before they started filming uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because they were working on Cap for the last two years, is what was going to happen to S.H.I.E.L.D. Spoilers! The, the secrets of S.H.I.E.L.D. get put up onto the net, and pretty much S.H.I.E.L.D. is being disbanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fury's quitting. All the major people are quitting or dead by now. Yeah, Hill's uh, gone. So now, and, and the, Agent Sitwater, Sitwell is not there anymore. And to find out that some, mo- a lot of the higher-ups have been infiltrated by HYDRA. So now what will happen, th- this is now going to be, the, the last Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode had Sitwell going, I got a boat to catch. And then, as you see in Captain America this week, he's on that boat, and apparently he knew everything that was going on with it. He was actually uh, connected with HYDRA. Mm, and so what is going to happen now? Who is, who is the league... And some people are wondering, with the clairvoyant, could it be uh, Armin Zola, who is now in a computer, who uses, who analyzes, like he says, he analyzes people's uh, past indiscretions or things to predict the future. The Baron Zemo? Yeah. And the, the clairvoyant. Baron Zemo would be awesome. He, the clair- and it'd be easy to do because he's just a computer screen. And you just have the, that actor doing the voice work. He's a, he's a character actor. There's no reason why they couldn't do that. Would you see that as a clairvoyant? Would you be happy if that happened? Honestly, at this point, as long as it's not like something super cliche, it's fine. Okay. Now I can't name an example, but I can tell you the week they reveal it <laughs> what I thought of it. But that's what six weeks away. I think so. I don't think there's it's gonna. Si- there's six more new episodes. Yeah. This season. I think the fallout of Captain America occurs this week, and I think they're supposed yep. to actually finally run continuously. Okay, finally, because so they've they've been all over the place. Do. do you think this this still allows them to have a season two if Shield is completely disbanded or? Is there going to be a smaller shield trying to stay up? I think it'd be interesting if they use it as an excuse to cancel the show. <laughs> I, it works That'd perfectly, though, doesn't it? What, oh, it is the show would. hurting? Not no, right. no, it's, do, it's doing better than most of its shows. But it's also Disney, and they get funded as long as they want And to. it's also, the way I look at it, it is a marketing tool. It is a way to connect, like, ooh, look, Thor, and look, Captain America, and these are connected, and so these are, are telling the story. Are they all working together? Like, was yeah, Shield, it's they, all in the unit. Oh, no, wait, I'm, I'm saying, like, the, the people producing these shows, did the people producing S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. know that yeah. Captain America was going to end this they way? Knew, so? They knew it before they started, and then they showed them a rough cut of the actors when they started shooting the scenes that were coming up, what happened. So now they know, in their frame of mind, How's the fact? This is the first time a movie has connected to a TV show that aired that following week. So, yeah. And I don't know if they're going to tie it in what happened in Captain America. I mean, they kind of set up a little bit of Captain America at the end of S.H.I.E.L.D. last week. But they're not, like, it's not, like, shot at the the base, right? S.H.I.E.L.D. base. It's kind of, they're, like, on the road, aren't they're, they? They're on their own little, yeah. Like their own little helicarrier type yeah, ship thing, kind of yeah. their own little working base, right? And that's what I ultimately thought they were going to do is they're going to have to get off the grid and be their own little unit. Well, I mean, couldn't they down. do something where they're like hunting down Hydra members? They could. I mean, like, like now, now just because a rogue group of Shield that is using. I mean, they, like you're saying right now, pretty much all their accessories that are in that plane is now theirs, and they right. won't be getting any more help because they don't know who to trust. Right. And obviously, there's probably somebody in that small group that they is they they can't trust. I think May is being way too obvious. I think it's got to be somebody else. Yeah, like no, it's definitely not May. It's probably like Fitz. Uh, Fitz you, or Simmons would be interesting. Yeah. Are you still watching? Not to take away from you, Shield, unless you're if you still have more to say. Uh, I'm not a. I I want to say I haven't been watching Arrow, but I did see the reveal of uh, 
Deathstroke's new like Deathstroke in Deathstroke attire, and he looks yep. pretty awesome. Does he? Yeah. This uh, <laughs> this week's episode was what I refer to in throughout some seasons for shows is what they call the 180 episode, as in. This is where everything gets really fucked up for the hero. Like, I think some things are going good, but after this episode's over, everything's going bad immediately. And that's how this episode felt to me. Like, everything just turned to complete shit for Mr. Queen. And, yes, Deathstroke did look awesome. Of course, he hijacked the whole bus full of prisoners. He wants to inject them with the... Remember Karu? What's it called? The virus that turns everybody super strong. The Solomon Grundy bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. I don't remember I what it was I thought it was the Venom from... Mark Crew, thank you. Yeah, I was right. Um, slow one. I don't watch Arrow. So <laughs> how? How? Well, I've started. Well, I haven't really. Uh, I mean, I've maybe watched maybe four episodes of the first season. It's on Netflix. Oh, I man. just again, it's just one of those. I have too much going on. It's the show that Summer Glau didn't ruin. Has it not earned its notoriety? Um, how is the? How is the death? Uh, Deathstroke is one of my favorite characters, yep. comic book characters. Mm-hmm. How is the guy portraying him doing? Manu Bennett. Oh, he's amazing. He is so good. I mean, it's kind of weird that there seems like they're trying to retcon Deathstroke as an Australian, kind of like they did with Kano in Mortal Kombat. Right. It's still good. He's really, really good. Now, is uh, is he older in this, or is he? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I haven't seen the guy. I just seen the the the, the Deathstroke. Uh, as get far up. as like, how old is he? Well, because I mean, he's, he's he's an older guy in the comic really books. Old. I mean, is he is he like is he like the same age as Oliver Queen in this, or is he like a is he an older guy? He's guess? definitely not Oliver Queen's age. Oliver, Oliver Queen's like mid to late twenties. Manu, ben, Manu Bennett's character, Deathstroke, Slade Wilson, is probably I'd say early to mid forties. Oh, okay. like he's definitely got some gray. Right. So he's an he's an older man, but it's not like it's not so old you think he's decrepit, but he also you can tell he's very experienced. Right. Like he's seen some shit, you know. So is the first is this the like is he like the main villain in this? Have he's it? the big bad of season two. In season one, you had Malcolm Merlin, who was closely working with Queen Consolidated, which is the business that his family owns. Uh, so for season two, though, yes, a lot okay. of the time on the island, as as I'm sure you've seen, was kind of brought to a a breaking point, and he had a very very big part in that. So it's tying that into present day. They okay. hinted at it in the first. That's right. Well, the island, the opening so. scene is a is a, a death his mask. Yeah. 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 Uh, would you see that Wes Craven is going to be directing the Scream uh, TV series pilot that's going to be on MTV? Mm, now that's interesting. It's a pilot. Like, how are they going to do? Like, there was a show again. Like, I we I've talked about the show on here before, and it was similar to like a Scream TV show where it was like a, a whole season was every se- every episode somebody dies and it's a who did it type show. I mean, they could. So I would imagine that that's what this is going to be like, right? Like every season, it'll be somebody different. It'll be like a whole new cast, kind of like a Uh, um, American Horror Story. No, no, no. I think I think it's just they're just going to slowly start killing people off. I can't, but like that that would seem to be to move too slow if it was like four seasons of one guy and you're like, who did it? Like, well, no. I mean, it's it's going to be like a it's once again probably a high school. And people right. start dying, and they're trying to figure out who's the one killing them, and you have all I could, these I, like, fake characters that are going to be it and stuff like that. I don't know. I couldn't. I, to me, I, I don't see the longevity in that. I mean, like, but again, I don't. I'm, I'm not writing the show, so I don't know. But I just see it like I can only like you know, like an American Horror Story. Yeah, I, I could see mm-hmm. it being a, every season a, a different story, similar, like same character, just somebody else is taking the role. It could definitely work like. Oh, that. Oh, okay, That's I can see that. Yeah. But, 
But I can't see like a, like a four season show no, of like true. this high school like just uh, close down the school like you know like people are dying. You know? yeah. The thing that bothers me is that it's being done for an MTV audience. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. So there's gonna be a lot of like uh, teen angst and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder are they gonna do it like, like where are they gonna do worse? Uh, yeah, are they gonna do like a Teen Wolf where they completely just do their own little thing? Like I love you. Uh, the rules of slasher flicks, according to Bloody Disgusting, will play a major role on the show, just like it did in the movies. And things are going to kick off with a YouTube going viral, leading to a murder and a bunch of teenagers digging in their town's sordid history and teen angst. Yeah, you guys gonna watch it? I'm gonna at least give scream? it a shot. I'll watch the first episode as long as it's got know. the humor of the original one. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, the I'm first scream is still like one of my sentimental favorites in terms of like '90s classics. Like it's like right up there with Clueless, you know. You kind of just had to watch it just to, for the time period. Yep. Sad news. A week ago, uh, Lorenzo Semple Jr., uh, he was the writer of the TV's Batman, passed away. Um, the one thing is, is he also did the screenplay for Three Days of the Condor, which is actually a huge influence on the Captain America Winter Soldier movie. Sure. And w- he was the one that actually created a lot of things like Robin's holy catchphrases, like holy Batman or holy cow Batman. Holy whatever. rusted metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy and, bicycle and, parts. And even the, the PAL title cards and stuff. He created that. So a lot of those things that you remember in your childhood about Batman, he was influential and came up with those. So that was a big loss in the, the world of television and Batman and everything else. Show enough. That's, that's <laughs> sad. No, all, um, all due respect to the guy. I'm not trying to hate. It's just I, I definitely wasn't familiar with that. But yeah. Man, when you think about all the, the holy stuff. Right. <laughs> was that utilized anywhere outside of the 1960s series, which people definitely no, don't sad. fondly remember? No. Okay. Because I remember they had a cameo once on Scooby-Doo where they did the exact same thing, but it was, of course it was still Adam West and Burt Ward. Well, yeah, yeah, the Scooby-Doo so. thing is the same. It was the same world and everything else, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, no, no, it was that, that was that 60s show that where that all came from. You know what, like, to be honest, as a kid, <laughs> I watched the Batman television show. Right. All the way up until did. The, all the way up until the credits, uh, of the, and the opening credits were over. And then I lost interest in the show. I loved the cartoon opening. Oh, really? I hated the show. The live action the show? The live action show. So you just watched the animated part? Yes. And you're like, okay, I'm I loved, oh, that's my favorite part. And then they'd get to the show, I'd stop watching it. But I did love the movie. Oh, that's good. Uh, so I did. He's running with that bomb. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> And the, don't forget punching the shark. Yeah, he had oh, sh- man. shark repellent spray and everything else. It's like I meant to land it on this bed of foam on purpose. <laughs> or when they're trying to figure out who did it, and they were like, see... It was in the sea, like sea for Catwoman. <laughs> Should we commandeer a taxi, Batman? No, Robin. It's a good thing we're in tip-top condition. But, we'll just run. <laughs> but, but this sounds like a riddle, like the Riddler. <laughs> it was like the way that they figured it all out. Right. Over uh, the top. I think. I, I actually, uh, at this uh, Wizard uh, World, the Comic-Con that just happened, yeah. I actually, gra- uh, one of the prints I picked up was a print of uh, Adam West-style Batman holding a bomb over bomb. his head. Yeah. <laughs> And it's and it, and it like where his mouth would be. It says "Flee for your lives." Flee for your lives. <laughs> <laughs> they like running down the street. Yes, like that in the movie. That, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things that like I'm. I can appreciate that they were able to uh, knock themselves right in that sense. Like they were like they were just. They, it was a silly movie, and they knew it was silly. Okay, you know, yeah, so, yeah, you yeah. know, so yeah, they knew it. But but that's see, that's the problem is I thought Burton did kind of a. A connection to that. I felt like his version of it seemed a little of the 60s style instead of the the thing. So, right. um, 
Uh, one of the things that's going to be coming out soon is the. Uh, are you guys fans of the? I think you are the Simpsons uh, smartphone game with the tap it. Uh, oh, tap I, out. I, yeah, I played it uh, because friends kind of persuaded me to do so. I, I, I mean, it was fun. You were goaded. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I haven't played it in a while. I think I deleted it, but it was fun while I played it. Oh, okay. I mean, if you're a Simpsons fan, it's definitely. I mean, it's that much more fun because it's very, you know, uh, what sort of looking? You know, where they? Uh, it's very. It's fan service. Oh, yes. You know, so, uh, with all the connections. With all the connections, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, The Family Guy, The Quest for Stuff Destroys Quahog next week. It's going to be due out on the iOS and Android devices on April 10th. It's free to play and comes from Fox Digital Entertainment and Tinyco. The story follows Peter and other Quahog residents as they attempt to rebuild the city after Peter destroys it in a fight with a giant chicken. Man, they're really not trying to go any different than The no. Simpsons, <laughs> no, right? No. <laughs> So it's a. Uh, I don't know if the uh, the humor will be a little more adult than what the Simpsons usually are. Um, more, a little more racy. Yes, that's definitely a show that uh, you. Uh, I think your kid has to at least be thirteen years old to watch it. It's a. Uh, it's what, a Family Guy. Yeah, sometimes Bob's Burgers. It's like, uh, uh what's going on here? <laughs> so actually, I really enjoy that show. I'm really I, well. Yeah, I really enjoy Bob's Burger, but sometimes oh, so I. I, I <laughs> I, again, it's one of those things that I don't know if I'm still as big of a fan of Family Guy as I used to be, but I do watch oh, I'm it. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I do. I watch. It's one like I don't know. Maybe it's just because like I have that completionist in me, right? That I keep watching it. Like I watch all the current episodes. No, I, I watch whatever was available on Hulu. Same I with American American Dad. Cleveland Show was one that I never. I mean, I, I watch it here and there, but like I don't, you know. I don't care if I miss that. I don't care if I miss the other two, but like I just so remember. I understand. Young Matthew. Doc Martin. Yeah, there he is. Down in New Orleans for WrestleMania 30 or Triple X, as I like to call it. How yeah, many beads do you have? The attitude there is over, or else they'd be doing something with that. Yeah, they would be. How many beads do you have around your neck right now? I have zero beads. I've been hanging out at WrestleCon mm-hmm. all weekend. Oh, oh man. Really? You didn't buy like a Randy Orton bead or an Undertaker <laughs> bead or something like that? Man, they don't sell that at indie shows. Come on, man. Oh, you've been out at all the indie shows. <laughs> Hell yeah. Not the fan experience or anything like that. There was one John Cena lookalike. He got booed out of the arena. It was great. <laughs> he actually left? <laughs> I don't know if he left, left, but he left the area. <laughs> so what What have you been doing down in New Orleans uh, for this weekend? We drove down Friday. Saturday was all day WrestleCon. Sunday afternoon, all day WrestleCon. Doors open for WrestleMania Three thirty, so we got an hour. It's two forty down here in New Orleans. I didn't okay. know it was an hour behind. Yes. Did you make it so, to the the Hall of Fame event? No, there was a uh, a show sponsored last night by Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, we had some awesome, awesome entertainment last night. We had Kevin Steen versus Masato Tanaka. Oh wow! Right? That match was probably insane. That was pretty freaking awesome. Tommy Dreamer made an appearance against some guy neither one of us had heard of. Um. We had the opening match from these three new gentlemen were freaking awesome. I couldn't tell you their names, but I want to get on the website and check them out. I can tell you their names. Who's with you since uh, Uh, we have a voice just randomly jumping in on you? Don't worry about that. That's my tag team partner. What's his name? Thank you for uh, letting me be on the show. Hey, not a problem. Well, what's your name? It's Josh, right? Uh, Joshua, yeah. All right. I go by the CS. It's the ASCS Rush. Yeah. <laughs> they all got uh, a But, yeah, nickname. the gentlemen's names were Trevor Lee, Andrew Everett, and Cedric Alexander. It was a very good opening match. And uh, as we were told today by one of the wrestlers that was later on the show was, it was so good it pissed every everybody off in the back because uh, they had to outdo them. Oh, what did they, what did they start the show and... 
It started yeah, the show and it, and it stole, totally stole it. <laughs> yeah, they do get Everyone mad at that kind of like, stuff. Damn it, you guys are too good for this yeah. shit. <laughs> Don't you go off that top rope on the first match. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no oh, hurricane sweet. tag matches first match. No, we can't. Well, then that's more so on the Booker than it is the the wrestlers. Well, that's true. On, if you're gonna put a high caliber match on, I know you want to open up hot, but like. You Not know. that hot. Yeah. <laughs> These guys weren't hot. They were just like, we're going to show everybody what we can do. And they they did a lot. So it was really good. <laughs> All and right. There was, there was a double flip splash. It was freaking nuts, man. He had uh, two rotations and a splash. That's crazy. Yeah. And the lights were really low. I don't know if he could have gotten higher or not, but he had to duck to do it. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> it was really cool. I'm not going to lie. What wrestlers have you met down there in New Orleans? Uh, I just met Kevin Steen, Chris Hero, and Cole Cabana. Uh-oh. Cole Cabana's uh, an awesome mother's guy. wandering around, but like they wanted like 20 bucks for pictures and stuff, and I was just like, yeah, I don't like you that much. <laughs> oh, uh, but we one. saw Sting come out. Sting was pretty cool. He had a little announcement. His new favorite number is 31, so take that for what that's worth. What, is that, what does that mean? That oh, means he'll oh, probably be at oh, WrestleMania oh. next year. Oh, now. I see. Okay. 30, WrestleMania 31. Yes, okay. But then we like found out Kevin stands. Steen's favorite number is 44,121. His salary if he goes to NXT next year. So that's where that goes. <laughs> Shit. So you guys are going to be heading over to WrestleMania. Uh, where are your seats in that place? I have no idea. Uh, uh, we I think in- we're like midsection. Like we'll probably have a good view of the ring. We're at the, uh, it says main floor. So I, uh, but that doesn't mean shit. So yeah, uh, I don't know. And Floor says, G? We have My Diva next to our name, so I don't sure. know what that's all about. My Diva. <laughs> yes, my Diva. What match are you guys looking forward to in the WrestleMania 30? Do you want to take this one first? No, you, you see our show. I'll go second. Don't worry. I want to see Bray Wyatt. I hope he really, I really, really hope he gets over John Cena. I'm really, really looking forward to that. I, I know this guy's not, but I'm actually looking forward to the opening match with the, with the Fatal Four Way Tag Match. Oh, I really hope that the Usos retain. I know he hates the Usos, but that's all right. What's there to hate about the Usos? I don't understand. Well, I don't know. They're not very over, <laughs> I guess, annoying. but... You can, like, when I say Usos, shut up. say oh, up. I hate that. <laughs> don't do that. I hate you. Like, really, you're pushing my patience, bro. What's up? Shut you in my foot up your ass. That's what's up. <laughs> Sounds like young Matthew's having way too much of a good time down in New Orleans. Now there's nothing wrong with that. Blast, but he gets too excited for these tag teams and these catchphrases. That's horrible. Well, I know. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> Uh, Look at the hand. Gimmicks, bro. <laughs> or point to the hand. <laughs> no, I don't mind a gimmick. That's not a gimmick. That's a fucking, like, annoying catchphrase. I hate it. So, uh, I know the biggest controversy is the, the the Daniel Bryan versus Triple H match. How do you think that's going to... Uh, Swade has already has his prediction. Predi- go ahead, Swade. Go it's ahead not so much a prediction as it is a wish. It's wishful thinking. Because yes. I we all know, like, uh, we all assume we know how Triple H is. My my wishful thinking is uh, Triple H walks down to the ring with Stephanie, uh, gets in the ring, turns to kiss her, bell rings, turns around, gets kneed in the face by Brian One Two Three, just to pay homage oh, to his match with Sheamus a few <laughs> years back. That's that's actually pretty funny. That, that would be a, great. That would be amazing. But I don't see it happening. I don't see. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody really sees it happening. But I think that would be a great way to you know give him that big boost into the main event. I honestly think that Brian's going to go home with the belt because WWE is all about creating that WrestleMania moment, and there will be no bigger WrestleMania moment than having him win the belt and the entire crowd chanting yes to close the show. I don't think that they'll pass that up. 
Uh, yeah, I think they will. I think they will too. Actually, I think their WrestleMania moment is going to be disappointing. Everybody. No, I don't see. Like this is what this is what people said right when right when I found out Brian wasn't in the Rumble. I knew exactly what they were doing, and everyone uh, people acted exactly how they wanted them to. Everyone got up in arms, and I understand reasonably because doing it this way made people feel outraged, and then they started complaining about the uh, the pay per view finishes and everything, and then. So when they put then when Brian got worked into these scenarios and made the fans feel like they were a part of getting him to the main event when all along this was all a part of what their plans oh, were going to yeah, be. I called right when I knew <laughs> Brian wasn't in the Rumble. I knew he was going to be in a three uh, uh, a triple threat at WrestleMania, and I guarantee you that that's how it's going to end. Uh, uh, in my opinion, I I honestly think this spot was supposed to be for Punk. This this all happened before Punk left. You know, Punk left the night after Royal Rumble. You know, I think Brian was supposed to feud with the Authority later on. Like, why am I not in this spot? Why am I not supposed to do this? With Punk leaving, I think pushed it up. I I, I can't speak on that. You know, I don't. I like. I just know that Let me from. Speak on this. I knew that. I knew that he was going to have a bigger, a prominent, more prominent role in WrestleMania for the fact that he was not in the Royal Rumble. People, you can. We can hate. On WWE, all we want for their booking, but they're not going to be stupid enough to not put him in the Rumble and not pay, uh, ha- you know, you know, pay up later on down the road. Could we right, have right. a Could we have a possibility of Punk showing up for that match? Jumps in, uh, interferes, yeah. takes out Daniel, and then Triple H hands over his spot to CM Punk, and Punk goes over, wins the title, and is the most hated man in the. The, and he comes the corporate man. I, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, you said something. There, there was something. It yeah. could happen. I, if I honestly, I would expect it more happening tomorrow night if Punk was to show up because they like having little show ups on the night after WrestleMania. Yeah, as they're well usually as, the as big as the, the pay per view. So then, think, what do you uh, think is the big WrestleMania moment? What do you I, think are the WrestleMania moments? Because they're always they always talk about it. Every wrestle uh, every road to WrestleMania, they always push the WrestleMania moments. Yes. So what do you think is going to be the biggest WrestleMania moment if it's not going to be Daniel Bryan celebrating with the, the crowd? I think maybe someone that Andre the Battle Royal, the 30-man Battle Royal. The Battle Royal that, could, yeah. could steal the show. I think that that's the big. You think moment. that'll or, be the biggest moment of the entire show? Or, uh, but I I think it's going to be a moment for like the underdog, but in a bad way is a, a Cena versus Wyatt. You know, the big bad guy beats the good guy. Like, I think Evil doesn't, I would imagine doesn't I would imagine in that match uh Bray Wyatt's going to go over because Cena has nothing left there's nothing left for Cena really except for to turn heel. True. No. He's a good heel. Too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Cena fan at all and I, I would like to see him be a heel but they ain't making that guy heal ever. Oh, well, he's but, a that's really, what, but that's what I'm really saying. Good heel, though. That he has nothing to gain by beating Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, like oh. Cena, is like he said it himself. He's a uh, he feels so, sometimes he feels awkward being a thirty something year old guy still wearing jorts. Where <laughs> Bray Wyatt is a new yeah. up and coming talent, and what better way to build new talent than to put them over the most over guy in the company on the biggest stage of them all? It's true. He's got a point. I mean, he had his WrestleMania moment last year when he beat The Rock. He ain't having another one, I'll tell you that much. That's what I'm saying. So what's he, he doesn't have, like, after you beat so The Bray Rock, Wyatt what's the point of beating up Bray Wyatt? Wyatt. Oh, he had, Cena, like, he had evil beating good that. is going to be that moment for Wyatt. He had um, more moments than that. He beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels clean on WrestleMania in the past. 
That's yeah, better than Rock, arguably. Like, even Triple H was like, Rock puts people over. Triple H? Like, uh, unthinkable, uh, almost. <laughs> begrudgingly. <laughs> Whereas he did it clean as a sheet for Cena. Of course, that was eight no, years uh, ago. But uh, That was a clean finish for Michaels versus Michaels and for uh, Trips. He tapped Trips out. I remember that. So what do you feel about the like I again I this is all assumption I haven't really been watching the road to WrestleMania how do you feel about the Brock and Undertaker match <laughs> that's my piss break that yeah that's gonna be a very very bad match uh, I was telling Matthew that you have a guy who hasn't wrestled consistently he's only wrestled like once every year for the past three years or four years and his style of wrestling they've switched it up with his opponents. But he's going up against a guy who, on one side, just beats the crap out of people and slams them to the ground. You say it's, you, it's not, uh, okay? I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, no, it's, it's your show. <laughs> but I'm saying you 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 say that, and I agree with you. He's only wrestled one match every few years. But look at the matches he's had and the caliber he's had. In my, I guess my opinion, really, one of the best matches on the past few WrestleManias, his match with Punk was awesome. His match, just yeah, two matches with Shawn Michaels were Undertaker awesome. at all. This is, I think, more on Brock Lesnar. Well, I'm that, not no, looking I'm at Brock Lesnar. I'm, I'm not shooting. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, if you look at those matches, I, I, I'm going to play like a history lesson here, and I apologize. Uh, if you watch his first match uh, with Triple H, I don't think they, they had another match prior to that one. And, no. Uh, he literally, like, was done. Like, they had to carry him out of the ring and he won so if you notice those matches afterwards there weren't like big bumps him like taking very like uh you know that second match with triple h he wasn't like he beat the crap out of triple h in that second wrestlemania match and wasn't taking any big falls or anything like that and even in the punk match it was a great match but you didn't see him like fall on the ground get slammed scoop slammed thrown like that that's a there's a reason for that that man can't take big bumps so can he have that type of match with Brock Lesnar? I don't think so. Well, though, the, I think the purpose of him being carried out in the first Triple H match was to show that, uh, well, yes, he did win. He just barely won to set up for the, the match they had the next year, the following year. You know, to say, uh. like, I yes, you did win, but I walked away, you didn't. You know, so they so uh, Trip had something to come back with. That to build Apparently up to he the had like a match. separated shoulder yeah, during that. Well, I, like, like, that actually he had, he had to be taken off with I mean, help. He, yeah, did, he, did, he was not in good shape. He was in much better shape after trips two. If you watch that one. match the first time around, he literally like his shoulder is done. Like he his, like, and it's been recorded and and interviewed by like one that. of the doctors. Like that man's shoulder can't be repaired. It's done. Like he has a he's in pain for the rest of his life with that shoulder and his other injuries. I, I and, think I know what's going to happen. He's the Undertaker is going to be up with his new outfit up on the top of the building. He's going to do an eagle dive into a stack of hay. He's going to jump out. He's going to stab Brock with his little like weapon, and then he's going to disappear in the crowd. So, well, I guess we're going to walk with somebody in the crowd. We kind of got we kind of we kind of got a little more passionate. Have you seen his outfit? (laughs) No, he looks like he's from Assassin's Creed. I guess what, what I really what I really want to get at what I really meant to get at was how was the build up between the two of them because I haven't really watched and I guess from a casual person but if it's it's not it's it's nothing to be excited about in my opinion it's I, just like I, I don't really care about either one of these wrestlers at this point in their career I even told Matt I was like ten years ago this was good, this would be a great match but this is not I'm a just great looking match I'm I'm trying to look at this through a casual fan's perspective you know like something similar to the Super Bowl people who don't generally watch wrestling but will watch WrestleMania uh, Brock does have that outside celebrity 
star power in the sense that like people view him as a legitimate fighter so out of everybody that undertaker has wrestled in his past people who don't really follow wrestling but follow the fighting world know who brock lesnar is so again i don't i haven't watched the build-up so i don't know uh does, did they build him as the the mo- the person with the most potential to beat the Undertaker because of like oh, yeah. the legitimacy yeah, of his character? I mean, if you uh, they, they like on commentary, I think all three of them picked Brock Lesnar to beat the streak. Yeah. Right now, I actually yeah. heard something down the road. Oh, I'm sorry. At a, at a UFC show, uh, when Brock was uh, defeated for the belt in the UFC, he was walking after the the fight, and they were interviewing the Undertaker, and the Undertaker looks at Brock and is like, "We're gonna do this or what?" And people were like, oh, and then next year Brock Lesnar was in the WWE. Right, <laughs> right. So they deceived a long time ago, which was genius marketing by Vince McMahon. So but, I guess you guys aren't going to be excited for Undertaker Sting WrestleMania 31. I'm <laughs> <laughs> excited about that, though. It's, it's, New it's, favorite it's matter. I, I've gone on record, and, and I've told this to a lot of people. You, they, I don't see Undertaker. Like, if they do this match the way Brock Lesnar fights, He's gonna get hurt, and I was, like, I was like, this might be the last time we see Undertaker. But if he get, he gets out and he's fine, I think Sting versus Undertaker would be an amazing match because they're two old guys, but they know how to wrestle. Right, and I, I that'll be like it'll be a last man standing match. For for- Thirty one. All right, guys, this is going to bring the show to a close. I want to first give you guys our Sinister Six questions. You guys can tag team these ones. These will be six quick questions. You just give us your quick, the first answer at the top of your head. First question, favorite all-time wrestler? Ultimate Warrior. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Number two, the best up-and-coming wrestler? Kevin Steen. Adam Cole. Fuck you. (laughs) Number three, the greatest finishing move. Package pile driver. Canadian destroyer. Ooh, uh, Canadian destroyer is pretty pretty top notch. Lizzie, sure. Lizzie apparently hers is your mom is her finishing move is what she declared. Number four, the best WrestleMania that you have attended. Uh, last year's well, no, this year's WrestleMania because I'm with my best friend. Yeah, buddy. All but right. no, uh, we've only been to one other one besides this one. Yeah, I went to last year's one, and, and I, I went to like, WrestleMania yeah. 20 oh. at the Garden. So. so technically, yeah, last year's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you guys still haven't gotten to this one yet. So you know, yeah. things well, could happen. Wait. Quick aside, you were at WrestleMania 20. <laughs> you, one of you, was at WrestleMania 20. I was at WrestleMania 20 at the Garden. I, had, I was at WrestleMania I had to ask, Just how ridiculous was that crowd during the Brock Goldberg match? Because I had to know like from someone in person. Too. Huh? <laughs> I honestly was in the bathroom and Stone Cold stunned them both. For <laughs> <laughs> those that don't know, the crowd basically hijacked that match. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely no, turned on both really. guys from the, the get-go and started chanting for the most the random itself. people. And believe me, the line was ridiculous for the bathroom that night. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a bathroom break doing P. Diddy's concert if we're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you guys are down in New Orleans. How far would you travel for a WrestleMania? About this length. Yeah, well, I... I have a personal reason for doing this because we were supposed to go last year, but some things came up and we couldn't go. And I, I wanted to do this with my best friend. So anywhere with my best friend. So if he told me next year, hey, we're going to the next WrestleMania, I'm like, I'm down. Where is the you next know? WrestleMania at? I don't know. Okay. We'll find out we'll in like seven tonight. hours. Okay. <laughs> oh, they, they they reveal it the year or the, the Yeah, I'm sure the it's episode. online somewhere, but, okay. you know, they, they do a nice little reveal during oh, okay. the show. Next year, we will be here. What is your WrestleMania moment this weekend? 
have no freaking. The weekend's clue. not over yet. You guys still got some time. I, I'm, well, to be honest with you, if, uh, if if we're gonna say this, it's not WrestleMania per se, but it was being able to go on stage with my favorite wrestler and do a Q and A with him in front of a live crowd, which happened like about forty five minutes ago. Oh, cool. Oh, very cool. Kevin Steen. Uh, so that was my WrestleMania weekend moment. If you want to get technical. Okay. And my WrestleMania weekend moment so far was the opening match last night. I mean, watching three guys that I've never heard of put on a clinic was just something special to watch. I think that you guys will see that match because I will make sure young Matthew gets the DVD and I will send it to him. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, young Matthew, Joshua, thank you. Enjoy your weekend for WrestleMania and get home safe. And uh, young Matthew, we'll talk to you. uh, I'll talk to you when you're back for work tomorrow. Thursday. 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 No. Wow, you're taking some time off. All right, cool. All right, you guys be safe, and we'll talk to you all. All right, take it easy, guys. Later. All right. That brings the show to a close. Uh, Don't take your headphones off. We're not, like, super, super done. (laughs) What did we learn this week? What we learned. (laughs) Well, shit. Well, there you go. Music difficulties for today. There we go. What what, did we learn? Elrock? Uh, I didn't. I learned that I didn't think about the uh, the time between Winter Soldier and Agents of Shield. And then he brought up like Hydra, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And then I thought back to the end of Agents of Shield. So yeah, total yeah. light bulb moment there. Sway. That wrestling fans don't seem to have as much faith in Daniel Bryan as I thought they would. <laughs> no, or that they're total marks for themselves. <laughs> and I learned Swayed. that to, to take a suede out of a movie, you just have to talk about interpersonal uh, decisions and questions. Or Vince like Vaughn. That. Or Vince Vaughn, yes. <laughs> and throw logic out the window. Yes. Because, come on, it's just average day in the job there. Why can't they talk about their personal life while in the middle of a fight? They do that in the, do that in the comic books where they're having their, like, hey, I do that at work every where day. Where are you going to eat? Oh, you get shot at every yes. day? Shoot Don't the feet. He didn't get shot at the time. He kicked <laughs> someone off a building. Who are you to say I haven't done that? For El sure. Rock and uh, Sway, we just want to thank uh, Jason Anarchy of Drinking Quest and young Matthew and Joshua down in uh, New Orleans WrestleMania. This is Doc Martin saying, have a fracking good week. <laughs>